Hello, world. We're back with everyone's favorite con man, Matthew B. Cox. On this episode, we talked about the current state of media and the true crime genre specifically. We talked about John McAfee, Bill Cosby, Donald Trump, you name it. We covered it. We were exceptionally fired up on this episode. Please enjoy this invigorating episode with Matthew B. Cox. Matthew B. Cox in the flesh, back with his new book, with the sh- fancy new book cover. I just got a new book. Matthew cover. B. Cox is here. I like with- that one. It's better. Everybody Let me see. It's it. better. Everybody says it's better. I, this is a sample. I just got that like yesterday. So Matthew B. Cox is here with new books, new paintings. And did you did you get some work done on the hairline? No, not recently. I don't it's need to, bro. It's clean. permanent. Yeah. So it doesn't I need fade. A haircut. No. Wow. It's not like that. Botox. You got to get a touch up every now and again. The hairline is just yeah. Do it yeah. once, and there's no maintenance required. It's it's definitely graying. It's graying. Am I that's all right. You can do just for men, yeah. right? I'm not doing that. Everybody oh, says oh, that. Oh, 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 that's what I meant. Oh, the yeah. color. Yeah. But, oh, sure. dude, just I'm Mac, uh, go on. silver. I'm not I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not like I am going. Go, I'm going the gray. silver fox. The silver fox. Instead yeah. of the silver cox, the silver fox or the silver cox. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why. It's like this moments like this that I think. Why, why the I, why fuck I, am I here? Why did you drive an hour? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, uh, Matt? You know exactly why you drove an hour. Drove an hour. This is your favorite podcast. Let's see what we're doing. Mm. This is where it started. Tighten this up. Thank you for the espresso, bro. I love your new podcast. You're actually you got a new format on your show. You're interviewing people just like this. You got you got con men coming on there and talking about their stories. You're interviewing them, and it's great. I think it fits you perfectly. Yeah, it's 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 definitely fun. It, it's it, it's fun. I mean, just yeah, just talking on camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's way better. It, it's the, it was very weird watching you do like the straight to camera shit. It's like horrible, like bro. Graham Stephan. Like, hey guys, this is me today. It, I'm it, drinking a Starbucks. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to do that. Like, oh, it's yeah. hard to. It's just so stupid. It's so this is just a conversation. It just happens to be that uh-huh. I, I have to wear these things mm-hmm. now. And yeah, uh, I'm saying it's not a big like this isn't a big deal. This is right. very. This is yeah, just going when to you're just eating. talking to yourself in oh, the it's camera, just ridiculous. <laughs> I'm standing weird. in the kitchen or I'm staring at the camera, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. Know. It was it's awkward. Bad. You could tell it was very unnatural for you. Yeah, it's 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 tough. Where are you getting your guests from? The people you already know, or um, Tyler? Uh, Tyler oh, yeah. gets people, and then it's also people I know. Um, uh, it's people like uh, like guys I was locked up with, uh, yeah. uh, my buddy Zach, and then I was locked up with this guy uh, Juan, and then a buddy of mine knew this bank robber who robbed like ten banks and an armored car, and he was like, "Bro, you gotta, you, you gotta interview this guy." Mm-hmm. And um, and and I've got a bunch of other people like Juan. What happens is all these criminals know other criminals. Mm-hmm. Like, right, of course. All you have to do is go, "Hey, do you know anybody <clears throat> else? Anybody that might be in?" Man, I would you remember so and so. I know so and so. And next thing you know, you've got five other people, and that's what I, what's happening is I'm getting other people lined up to do podcasts. But it's a problem getting people to come in. Oh, really? They, yeah. don't, they don't want to travel, right? Well, they want yeah. to pay for what the if travel? somebody's in three states away? I can't. I'm not. You know, I'm not Danny. I'm not a big shot. You ain't I can't. For I'm, I can't pay three hundred bucks for a plane thing and then one hundred and fifty <clears> for a night. At, uh, you know, a night. At a hotel. I can't do all that. That's the struggle, bro. Do it on Skype. 
I, you know, I don't want to do Skype. You don't want to do Skype. It, Skype is horrible. Like, oh, it's, it's not sucks. a big deal. It's, it's the it's worst. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Some people do only Skype, and it's just so fucking weird. I don't even like I just turn it off if it's on Skype. Yeah, Unless it's like a super rare interview where someone can't come here. Somebody like fucking Snowden. Sh- Sean Atwood. Sean Atwood. Oh, yeah. Snowden's clearly not coming. Snowden. <laughs> I had to make. I had to risk it for, for concrete. For concrete, yeah. Thought I could sneak in. <laughs> That'd be great in the press conference. Oh right? my god! Could you imagine? <sighs> or McAfee. McAfee. McA- McAfee. McAfee. How do you say his name? McAfee. McAfee. It's McAfee. I've been McAfee. Like McDonald's. Coffee. I thought it was McAfee too. Yeah, no, it's McAfee. McAfee. I'm pretty McAfee. sure it's McAfee. I'll try. McAfee. Oh, I had some people correct me. <clears throat> These guys, will, the, the guys in the comments, will tear, yeah, they'll tear let you us apart. Know. Did you do a video? You did like a video, like a deep dive explanation on McAfee and his story, right? I don't know about deep, but we did have a little bit of a conversation. My buddy. What did you find out about him? What did you do? What did you, what did you say? I what, mean, I watched. What's, the, what's like, the scoop? I watched like four videos. And, you know, I'd already, when I was locked up, I read the article that was in Wired Magazine. So I already knew who he was, which is pretty cool because a lot of things happen. And people are like, oh, did you hear about so-and-so? And I'm like, man, I have no idea who yeah. that person is. You know, I don't keep up with any of that stuff. But this, I actually, as soon as they said it, I knew who he was. And then I watched a couple of videos. I mean, what did I learn? The guy's, my buddy Zach, he's like 100% positive. Like, oh, he was killed. He was killed. There's no way. He wasn't, he was killed. But look, unlike Epstein, you know, I know you, the Epstein, he was definitely murdered. Unlike Epstein, like this part, like the, the McAfee, man, that's, that's bizarre. This guy is literally saying, look, these people are out to get me. Right. They're coming for me. They've sent me messages. I'm I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not suicidal. I'm perfectly, you know, I'm perfectly sane. I'm mm-hmm. not depressed. I mean, he's saying all these tweets. He's sending out tweets. He's sending out messages. And then as soon as you find out, okay, he's going to be extradited to the United States within hours, he's found hung in, in his uh, cell. So and, what's your take on it? What do you think happened? Well, I mean, I, first of all, do you think he I, killed himself or do you think, what do you think? You know, I hate to say that. Yeah. I, I hate to say, oh, he didn't because I don't know. You don't know. Exactly. Right. No, this is all speculation. Right, right. But I mean, I hate to be, I hate those guys that rush to judgment. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it, it reminds me of. Um, yeah, but that's what podcasts are about. They're about being Monday morning quarterbacks. I know, but I hate that. They're that's about, they're stupid. about slinging like, you your ideas, slinging your opinion. You, you know what bothers me? It, it, when I grew Whatever up. Whatever you a, say is a fact, Matt. Well, it's not a fact, but look, look, you know, okay. When I grew up, you guys are, are probably don't remember this. This woman sued McDonald's for, because she spilled her coffee I remember on this. herself and yeah. she won like $5 million or something. Yeah. Whatever. Cause it burned her or whatever. Right. Hello. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fucking I'm, real. I'm, I'm doing a podcast right now on concrete. All right. Hey, said, what's up? What's Who up? is that? Boziak. What's up, Boziak? All right. Let me give you a call back. All right. Bye. I feel um, like he calls you every time we're doing a podcast. Does he? Did he last time? Yeah, I think so. Um. So, so the, the woman in McDonald's. Just to, <clears throat> this is the like. This is like the reason I feel like this is yeah. like the woman in McDonald's. Everybody went nuts. The media went nuts. They were like. This is ridiculous. They're giving her all this money, and they made a snap judgment. That was the that was the the soundbite was, she drove through the dro- the drive through, asked for coffee. She spilled it on herself. She sued and got five million dollars. Now I don't know if it was three and a half. I don't know. So I'm just saying five. Mm-hmm. You know, and boom, isn't that so ridiculous? Like, how much did she get? 
1992, 80-year-old woman gets $3 million because she suffered punitive damages for the burns. Right. So here's the thing. It was dangerously hot. It was not just hot, but dangerously hot. Well, here's the thing. So you you hear that, and that's the media, right? And you're like, oh, okay. You're like, that is ridiculous. Come on, man. You spilled the coffee. What's the problem? Right. Then you go, okay, you know, how could a jury find that? Well, because the jury found that because the jury got all the facts. Mm -hmm. You didn't. You don't get that off the news. You don't know what happened. What really happened is McDonald's over the last 10 years had been telling McDonald's, you're boiling your coffee, and it will cause, you know, whatever, third, fourth, fifth degree burns. You know, people are complaining it's too hot, and McDonald's is is saying, you know, we don't care. People Mm -hmm. like it hot. Is it? Right. So here's what happens. Is it hot? It's so hot that the – it's so hot. Is it fuck? It's so hot that the ship – that your your cups and everything actually melt, right? So the tops are popping off. So some woman, they barely put on the top. They hand it to her. It drops in her lap, and she has to have skin grafts to do reconstructive surgery on her vagina. Ooh, Ooh, fuck. An 80-year-old vagina? And they yeah, which is already going to be hard, right? To to deal with. What's the so, point? No one's looking down there anyways. Let it fucking leave the burn scars. So anyway, it's better for the settlement if you get the surgery. I got to get the surgery. That surgery, yeah, that'll so, be different. Now you know that McDonald's has known this is a problem. They've been told over and over again they've mm. completely they've completely disregarded it. This woman gets burned. Now what do you do? You know, not, now does does she deserve to win and a good chunk of money? Hell yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And the punitive damages is, it's not necessarily, hey, this is your pain and suffering. Well, what we're saying is. What is that sound, right, bro? God damn. It's my phone, but. <laughs> you guys fucking ignorant. What is that sound? That's like here. some old fucking computer <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, it's a, it's a, a telegraph sound. <laughs> telegraph. <laughs> like a, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> is that how they communicated with you in prison? <laughs> so was sign language. That was, so, that was, so I'm saying now you look at it and you go, hey, if you had to have reconstructive surgery on your dick because mm. McDonald's knew the coffee was too hot and that, and that it was melting the lids. And they and were dirt. negligent. Right. They were negligent. Now do you think you deserve anything? And then it's like, Hell oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I see. Fucking right. So, you know, from the media, he was found dead. I don't know, but here's what I what here's what really freaked me out. So I'm on the internet and everything. I'm watching all these videos about him saying, "Look, if I end up dead, like they find my body, I'm, he actually tattoos the whacked." Yeah, and he's like, "I was whacked. I was killed. It wasn't suicide. I'm not suicidal. I'm doing fine. I've got friends here. I'm good." So then he ends up getting killed, and everything on the on the internet that where people are just being able to report it. They're saying, look, this is insane. This is crazy. But when I watched ABC News, it was so benign. It was like, McAfee, what a life he lived. It was very controversial. Uh, um, he was implicated in a murder in like Aruba or something. Mm-hmm. I forget where it was. Belize. Mm-hmm. Um, he was implicated in a murder. He evaded taxes. He was, <clears throat> he was found. He was indicted for tax evasion. He was looking. He was possibly going to spend the next 30 years in prison for tax evasion. He was caught in Spain, and they were going to extradite him. And this is what he tweeted just before you know, he was, his body was found. And the tweet was like, I have no more Bitcoin. I have no more money. Um, I, something like, you know, I love my family. I am at peace. His body was found a week later, you know, hours after. So he, they really extradite. painted the picture and for I'm you. And I'm thinking to myself— <clears throat> Are you serious? Did you guys just read like the, is that the U.S. press release you just read? I mean, if you even looked on 
if you'd even looked on on uh, YouTube or anything else and looked at all this other, you're not even going to mention that, that he said he wasn't suicidal. He mm-hmm. would never kill himself. You're not even going to mention that, right? They don't. They completely went with like the the party line, right? But we yeah. all know all that corporate corporatized media, ABC, NBC, Fox. We all know that's owned by the government. They're all in bed yeah, with the government. So <clears throat> they're not going to go against the government. Usually, it's not normally obvious like that. Like it's not that. Like it was so. Like you're you're literally. It, it was it, it was insane, but everything it's but that's the complete opposite on the internet though. Everybody on the fucking internet is saying, "Oh my god, it's another Epstein." The guy I, I know, fucking obviously the, didn't kill himself. If you if you have half a brain and you know you can look up his Twitter account, you can see all his tweets, see his tattoos, see all that shit. Everyone was saying that like there's no way this guy actually killed himself. Right. I don't even know how. You, here's the problem. Here's what my problem is. I don't know even know how you would kill yourself in a cell like that. It's like like it, it, it's it's. But he wasn't really in a cell, was he? He was like he was live streaming on the internet every day. He was he was tweeting and and do, no, well, he was still in he was cell doing that, podcasts, not from yeah, bro. He had access to like a podcast studio. There was a podcast he did like a right. month before that. <clears throat> I think there there's video of him. He's on Twitter every fucking five minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how the like. To me, I think it's very possible that he obviously had access to some kind of computer and he's tweeting or maybe a phone. I don't know. Look, Spanish prisons are not at the level he was at. They're not. They're, these are not harsh places. You know what I mean? These are not harsh prisons, right? And they always make it sound like he's going to do 30 years. You know, he's 75 years old. He's going to do 30 years in prison. What do you mean he's going to do so 30 years in prison? He, history- he's, he's probably going to do three or four years in prison. Maybe five years in prison. No, if he he's, goes to the U.S. and he, yeah, gets, he, go, he, he, he gets extra out of the U.S., he's doing 30. Easily not, 30. Just for, for tax, for tax evasion? evasion? That's Nobody. a fucking crucifixion. Nail you to the cross, bro. No, you do a couple of years, okay, right? Look, here, here, yeah, absolutely. You do for a couple, that much? You do, you'll do a few years. He just, no, I mean, no, no, this no, isn't no, just tax no. evasion. This guy said straight up, fuck you, I'm not paying tax. Tax. I understand, but here's yeah, the difference: is stick it to you for that. They'll say, let's say they say twenty million dollars in <clears> tax <throat> evasion. Do you understand? They're saying you didn't pay taxes on twenty million dollars. Okay, mm-hmm. so what do I owe you? Six. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, if we'll make a deal, I'll pay you the six. I'll do five years in prison. I'm out in three because I can take the drug program. Mm-hmm. I, I'm probably two and a half. I'm probably in a halfway house. I do two and a half years. They're going to include the time that he spent while incarcerated already. While he was incarcerated in um, in Spain, so by the time you get here, you're looking at a year and a half to two years, and you're out, and I pay the six million. So he's not going doing. Th- Look, yeah. they said I was facing 154 years. I was never facing 100. Yeah, if I went to trial and they stacked it, right? So the maximum is it possible? I mean, yeah. It's See if you can pull up any sort of like recent tax evasion case, like uh, federal tax evasion prison because sentence from I've anybody. Ne- because I've never been in prison and met people <laughs> yeah. for tax evasion. <laughs> we need the internet. So, so okay. The history of John McAfee is he, throughout he he throughout the eighties and nineties. Right? He was he was living large. At some point, I think it was in the nineties, he sold his part of. Uh, McAfee antivirus to, to Microsoft. He got a hundred million. Right when he should have got billions. And then years later, it was worth a ton more. Yeah, right, right. And he was a nut. He, he was a nut. His dad committed suicide. His dad was an alcoholic. He was obviously boozing, doing tons of coke. He was doing all kinds of drugs. The guy was by no means sane. I don't think you can call him sane. Have you watched any of his interviews? No, no, he's he's, he's, he's absolutely nut. He's absolutely nutty. So all kinds of drugs, and and a lot of people say he's a fucking egomaniac on top of it. Yeah, he's he's definitely narcissistic. So if you're him, 
And it's and that's the other and thing. It's Narcissi- 2000 narcissists don't kill themselves. I'm mm. never I'm not killing myself. There's right. no way. I'm taking out that's everybody else I can think right, of right. first. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean yeah, it's just, that is it just a good hardly take ever happens. That. Sorry, but go go ahead. So I'm Sorry. saying the guy's he's obviously a fucking egomaniac and, and he had a problem with drugs. Big a big problem with drugs and alcohol, and he was a little fucking loopy. More than a little loopy. Right. Just judging by his Twitter. So if I'm John McAfee and I'm I am depressed and I am considering suicide, why not just fuck with everybody? Three well, and a half years? With three, to five. three to five. That's it? Three and a half? Three to five. Okay. I thought it would be way worse. I thought they'd try to make an example out of you and try to like pin you to twenty years. Well, or something. I mean, if you go to trial, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, can you get thirty years? Yeah, you can. Right. Do nobody, they? nobody takes that nobody, to trial. Nobody's going. Look, if you're if you're just blatantly guilty, right? Especially when your others just saying, "I'm not paying yeah, fucking not gonna, taxes." Right, yeah. You have no trial yeah, case. Okay. All right, all right, all right. But he did some other scammy shit. He pulled he pulled some Bitcoin scams. He tried. He did some Bitcoin pump and dumps where he tried to like esc- like like pump right. the price of Bitcoin. But they had, on social they, media. I don't think that's not. I think he was indicted for tax evasion, though. He it was, was only, indicted it was only for tax evasion. Like, they okay. may have superseded. Alex Jones said he was a, a spy. Alex Jones said that he was a spy for a bunch of other countries and doing all kinds of crazy shit. But anyways, my, what I was getting to about, about his personality and his kookiness and his drug abuse and shit like that. Right. If I'm him and I do want to kill myself, why not fucking go crazy and try to fuck with the war, try to fuck with the internet and just make some sort of crazy legacy for myself and say... Hmm, maybe I do want if I do want to kill myself, maybe I'll fucking tattoo on myself whacked and make the whole world think when I go out that I got whacked by the feds. I mean, yes, I Why guess not just that... try to troll people and make some sort of legacy out of it? You know right. what I mean? Why try to fuck with people? Because do the feds like how much do they give a fuck about John McAfee? Mm, I don't know. How much do they really give a fuck? A guy who committed tax evasion and did some Bitcoin pump and dumps? Maybe he's got some info. I I mean, I mean, he yeah, that was the other thing he said. He had all this, uh, was it three terabytes or something, whatever, megabytes or whatever those things are. He had some are. info. He had info on corruption. and oh, So what? <clears throat> no, but first right. of all, that, that, that part didn't even like phase me. It's like, oh, come right. on, stop. Yeah, there's this thing. There's it's, this thing called a uh, like he's like he's Raymond Reddington from the blacklist. Like he's got <laughs> like I'm going to expose the cabal. <laughs> yeah, what, what's the term? There's a term for people who uh, who uh, it's like a. Uh, I forget what the fucking word is, but it's basically like a term for like when a suicide bomber, like you, like a suicide bomber comes in and if someone shoots you, you let go of the trigger and you, everyone gets oh, it's a, killed. Oh, it's a dead man switch. A dead man switch. Yes. A dead man switch. So that's like what he, what he kind of had we was like a that. dead man switch. Mm-hmm. So if he got, like, if he got a bullet, if he got killed, the switch would go off and all of the info, all the shit that he would have and everyone would get released, right? Right. Where is it? Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they say about Epstein too. Like, why wouldn't he have a dead man switch? Because he wasn't, he didn't have anything, and he killed himself. Epstein, I think I think he killed himself. No, Epstein. You don't think Epstein had anything? Come it, on, I'm, I'm, where is it? I think he killed himself. Yeah. Epstein, I just can't imagine that you could get into a federal prison. Like a lot of guys are like this. Look, so I, I've like Zach was telling. We were arguing, um, and it was the argument was he was saying, "Well, why not just wait till he gets back here?" Right. And kill him back here because it's easier to get to him in a Spanish prison. And then there's an investigation in a Spanish prison. And how much do they give a crap about some American that died right. in a Spanish prison? You get him back here. How are you going to get into the marshal's holdover? Mm-hmm. It's difficult. This is these things are inside of pens and they're It's not it's it's not it's difficult. 
What does it say? John McAfee tweeted before his death that he stored computer files in a Florida condo building that later what? Scroll down a little bit. That later collapsed. What? Um, this, I've heard this one. I've, is that real? Th- this is this. I think this is false news because it's on PolitiFact. That means it's a fact. The name of this website has the word fact in it. Yeah, it's clearly true. It's undisputable. Doesn't mean that. Conspiracy theories escalated quickly around the death of technology entrepreneur John McAfee in a Barcelona prison where he was waiting extradition to the U.S. on tax evasion charges. Spain's El 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 Pais newspaper reported that McAfee, who developed the first commercial antivirus software, blah, 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 blah. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, Q on. He posted a uh, scroll up a little bit. See the Q and on. A June 25th Instagram post appeared to link McAfee's death to June 23 with another major news event: the collapse of a condominium building near Miami the next day. What? The next day? Huh? Yeah. So did know. you see the thing at the top? Look. Wait. Right, stop. 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 See where it says Q and on. Mm-hmm. Right. But rumors linked to the uh, baseless QAnon conspiracy theory, uh, whose followers believe uh, what Democrat yeah, d- Democrat yeah, yeah. celebrities were involved in an un- underground child trafficking ring. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cover it by QAnon. Often, seen, I don't know. You know what the collapse of the building reminds me. So it's me a QAnon of? theory that he hid the hid the files in that building. That yeah. Cl- listen, listen. Okay, so when I was locked up in 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 uh, was I in the medium? Was I work? Did I work? Yeah, I was in the medium. When I was in the medium uh, at Coleman, so I worked with this guy every day for a year. Talked to him at least, you know, five minutes here. You know, like any worker. I worked in the library at one point. So I taught real estate classes. I worked in the library. And then at another point, I, I taught GED. But for like a year or so, I worked in the library. So I see this guy all the time. He's like the head librarian. Nice guy. We're always talking. We talk a little about this, a little bit about that, politics, what's going on. Because at that time, I would watch the news and everything. Totally normal guy. Everything was super normal. Talked about movies, everything. Guy's normal. One day, I happened to say, so you're still, you're still working on your case? He's like, he looked at me and he goes, yeah. Yeah, but uh, after Oklahoma City, I just don't know. Um, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. I mean, I can't get the, 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 the evidence is destroyed. And I went, Oklahoma City, and he looked at me, and he goes, Timothy McVeigh and Oklahoma City, you know, you know the Oklahoma City bombs. Yes, of course. Yeah. And I went, well, what does that have to do with your case? Like, this guy I knew this guy had been locked up like 20 years, so way before Oklahoma City. Yeah. And, he, and he said, the FBI was storing the evidence in my trial at, at the field office in Oklahoma City. And I said, I thought you're, you were prosecuted out of Orlando. And he's like, I was. But that's where they were storing the files. By the way, that's absolutely not true. That's not where your store, your, your files are stored. Yeah. Okay. There is no storage <clears throat> in, a, in a field office in Oklahoma City. All right. They're stored at the U.S. Attorney's Office or at the FBI at the field office where you're being prosecuted out of, which he wasn't. You ever been to Oklahoma City? No. Why were they stored there? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So he goes. They they he goes. They bombed the the uh, FBI field office. And took the building down to destroy my evidence. 
His evidence. His evidence. So they killed like 30-some-odd kids, a bunch of FBI agents, a whole bunch of other people working in the building. They framed Timothy McVeigh all to destroy your evidence to keep you in prison because you got 30 years. You've already done 20 of it, and you got five left. This guy always seemed normal for a year. Well, how do you know? Maybe he he seemed, maybe his files were stored there. How do you know? How do you know they weren't? Insane. They are not. You just said he was normal up he's, to the point he said this one thing. Right. He had this. Look, you could talk to Frank Amadeo and have a great conversation with it with him until and just happen. You could do it for a year, and then one day you happen upon something, and he starts telling you about how he's going to take over the world. Some of these guys have these little tiny little. Mm-hmm. It's this little dark dark room. Somewhere in their head. And one day you're opening up doors and you open that one door and you find out ah, the guy's insane. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, that one little crazy. That's these, the QAnon guys. They're but isn't just- there a conspiracy? There is an FBI. I don't, I don't know anything about it, but there is a conspiracy about, about the Oklahoma City bombing. Right, except for the fact that when they talked to Timothy McVeigh, he laid out exactly what he did. Yeah. He didn't say I was hired. I was framed. He was saying he's like, yeah, this is what I did. I was a, I was a, uh, I yeah, was because a, they fucking brainwashed him with MK Ultra. Okay, let's move on. They brainwashed <laughs> him. This is insane. They fucking, what are you doing? They fucking brainwashed his doing? ass using uh, LSD. Danny's part of QAnon. Oh my god! Listen, I'll, I listen. Half the guys on YouTube. Look, I'm spitting facts. Are, okay. Are are, are are you can quote me? Uh, you can fact check everything I say. I told you about. Did I tell you about the one guy that had that told me? This is after Trump had, after Trump had, had lost. He he was about to step down, and I this guy sent me an email saying, "Look, I have evidence of government corruption and this and this and this." And so these guys will say this kind of stuff, and I, and and if if they're persistent enough and they, you know, they sound credible. This guy seemed kind of credible. Like it was like, yeah, it's worth a phone call. It's like, all right, here's my cell number. Shoot me an email, or, or me, I'll I'll talk to you at this time. I talked to him. He was telling me about how Trump was working. Was it was it working with the military? I forget who he was. Oh, and China, and that they were about to bomb. No, wait, China was going to bomb some facility that was under like Mount Rushmore, and they were going to collapse the entire uh, um, uh, the, our entire economy. And we were doing that. And he's like, Trump's been working with them the whole time, and he goes on and on and on. And I'm listening to him. I mean, he's just nuts. And I'm listening to him, and I went, bro, you you do understand that tr- after tomorrow, Trump's no longer president. He's like, that's what they want you to believe, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's going to – when this happens – oh, no, he's still president. He's going to be president. Nah, bro, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> – he just – the guy was and, – and honestly, like I didn't – at now when these guys call – like when they say crazy shit in the comment section, now yeah. I'm like, email me, bro. We got to get you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like, I need to talk to you, this buddy. crazy fucker. They'd be like, right, right. Bro, this yeah. podcast has turned me into a conspiracy theorist. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'll bet. <clears throat> yeah, the so... motherfuckers I get on here are fucking wigging my, are changing right, the but, way my but brain works. So convincing. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can manipulate facts. You can tweak it here and tweak it here to shift it one way or the other. The media does it all the time, mm-hmm. but you get somebody who's really good. You can, man, you can really twist twist up some stories. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of miss Trump now that he's not in office. No, I, he was I, crazy I was, entertainment. Was, he was fucking phenomenal entertainment. He was great for media, great for the internet. 
there was a headline every single fucking day about him. All, Great now it's headlines. just like it's I miss just like, him. I truly miss him. Listen, it's sad watching Biden. It really like is I feel bad. Sad. Like I'm it's like pathetic. God, I hope there's no major decisions that have to be made. Like this is this is bad. It's fucking pathetic, bro. Just watching. Did you watch his coronavirus speech the other day? No, I can't watch everybody. Anything. I'm begging you, get vaccinated. And now they're saying they're going to come to your doors and vaccinate you. They're going to go door to door like the fucking consensus thing. Have you been vaccinated? No. No, he ain't getting vaxxed. Me neither. Me neither. We're, none of us are getting vaxxed. I'm not doing it. They're not, implement, they're not implanting those chips in me. <laughs> yeah. Hulk Hogan told me all I need to do is say my prayers and take my vitamins. So that's what I'm doing. Was it Hulk yeah. Hogan or Joe Rogan? I don't know. I think it was Hulk Hogan. Uh, <laughs> same thing. Good time. <laughs> Good time. I love your truck. Do you think he's going to be president in 2024? Listen, would that be hilarious? I would love it. I wish. I really nobody's ever done it. that before. I fucking. I, I know, right? Him. Well, I well, wait, God, no, are you really sure? No, I don't think ever anybody's ever been in a term, left for a term, and then come back for another. No, term. I don't think it has either. Mm. Yeah, we have to look in that. Somebody smarter than us. I'm pretty. Please, I'm pretty that sure up. that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Trump's good. Did you see Tuck, Tucker Carlson? Said I already the, sold one of the Trumps. Did you? Really? I had three. Go get it. Show it to us. Let me, let me see what? what that fucker looks like. Well, the one that sold is sold. Well, you got two right there. I know. Okay. You wanted me Go to walk. It. You beautiful. wanted me to walk off with the uh, headphones Austin's on got and it. snap back. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Austin will get it. Oh no, Austin changing the battery. He can get the get the get the Trump first. You were, uh, that's what you were playing, and that was the plan. That's like when someone's holding holding a glass. Look at that beauty. Time Grab it. it. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Hold it. Uh, you got to hold what, it on that side of you. What side? Basically, where your head was before. There you go. There you go. Boom. Nice. Trump 2024. Are you selling this shit on your website? No. You have to email me. Ooh. Or go to my website and get my email. Or website? No. You can go to... Um, no, no. You go to my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel. There you ah, go. I got to plug the YouTube channel. Colby would be what proud of me. What is it? Inside Colby's. True Crime, Matt Cox? Yeah, it's just Matt Cox or Inside True Crime. It, it'll show up. So explain to me, what was your process in creating this picture? Well, what, the process. Explain to me your creative process for this. I used the presidential It looks portrait. like it was printed it on is. a fucking printer. It, no, no. It's a, it's, a screen, it it's a screen print. Then I go back and I paint. In, I paint over the screen print. Then I screen print it again to get the little dots. Ooh, because I like the little dots. What's the word? What's the term for that? The little dots. Um, like little dots. Um, I don't know. Isn't there an artistic term? Don't you have a fine arts degree? He's just mean. I mean, you're just. I, I don't know. What, what, what is it? I don't, it was pointillism, but it's not pointillism. pointillism. I'm okay, not there doing you go. The there you go. Pointillism. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Oh, it's it's basically this is it's called a modified screen print. It's where okay. you're using, you know, it's like I love how you did the sides too. The side, how you painted the sides. I always paint the sides. That's that's yeah. fucking dope. I even threw a star in there. Ooh, you know, wrap the star. His mom or grandma would pay top dollar for that thing right there. Mm-hmm. So would my my dad probably would love it too. Tell, people love Trump. People do love Trump. Uh, you know yeah. what I was thinking about doing? He's um, fun. I, he was fun. What? What? I like that one's cool too. I like that one. It's kind of like a uh, a burgundy background. Merlot. Merlot. Yeah, Merlot. The Marilyn Monroe's sell. I've already got three Marilyn Monroe. I did like five Marilyn Monroes. Three of them are sold already. Would you do a Charles Manson? I sh- I, I could do a Charles Manson. Then you would have the Manson and the Monroe, the Marilyn and the Manson. Mm. So it's just so corny. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna, <laughs> and we can send got, them to Marilyn Manson. You make a great dad. Those are, you've got, you always tell us the dad jokes, right? They're corny dad jokes. Yeah. 
Mm. Oh my gosh. So people, you're selling these these things on your website or on your? They just got to email you and you sell them. Yeah, to you them. just email me. How much? What, what do they go for? I, I uh, two eighty five, and that mean, and I mail them to you for that. Oh really? So I include, uh, include shipping. That includes shipping and uh, like a personalized note or something. I mean, if somebody wants they're already to. signed in Cox. Yeah, I sign them. You know, if somebody said, "Hey, can you sign the back or mm-hmm. something?" I mean, whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I even got special boxes that fit them perfectly. I mean, it's it's nice. I got it down, and I've the bubblegum girl one. Like I've sold a bunch of those really yeah the, yeah 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 rob zombie one and then the um i've, so, I've started selling the the screamer yeah the, where the guy's screaming yeah i love the one what, what uh, about the special one the really special oh one. my god all right so i do get guys and this is it is it is weird it's really gay i knew he's gonna say he you, you have to go with <laughs> he's go always gay. gotta take Listen. it there Listen, guys ask me all the time, bro, I want a portrait. I'm like, of who? And they're like, of you. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. You know, I haven't done one. I think, you know what I'll do? I'll just do a screen print. I'll screen print them and then I can paint them in mm-hmm. and do whatever. And, and I'll throw some sharks in there. And then that'll be it. I can knock those out and I'll sell them for the same thing. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Why are you laughing? Because it's just funny. Like someone what said, am I, I supposed want... to say? So you say, I want a portrait and th- and this is what you come up with. This is what I came up with and Danny hates it. Let's see. It. We I don't, don't hate it. I we don't care about I think Danny's it's fucking opinion. beautiful. No, I think it's fucking beautiful. You do not. You just, you, you give me a hard time. I think it's time. hilarious. Hilarious. Okay. It is fucking comical. Awesome. Got it. But it's great. I love it. I'm not hating on it. Oh, okay. It is dum, just. Dum, dum, <clears throat> it's interesting. It's interesting. There. So this is Matt's self-portrait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. What do you call that that look you're doing right there? What's that face? That's mm. me messing with my iPhone camera. That was it. That's like, hey, what's up, baby? What's, do not make that up? face in prison. <laughs> <laughs> all right come on man what's going on how much is that one how, go for? how did you take that photo it was my my iphone i put it on on a stand and i was taking pictures and that was one of the, i took a bunch of pictures and i looked at that one i said i like that one i sent it to a couple of people and they were like yeah that's good i mean i'm trying to you sent a couple put, of those out no no just the uh, photo oh i got you i got you um and that was it how much is that one going for? That's, that's at least five hundred. That's at least five hundred. No nah. way! That one's that's, double. That's four ninety nine free shipping all day. Oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> I guess I should have sent it to Danny first. <laughs> yeah, no, you sent it to me a while ago. You were going to make yeah. it an NFT. Yeah, yeah. You we're going to make it an NFT. Fucking oh, NFT! Man. I can't get enough of that painting. I want to put that on my wall. <laughs> yeah, you, I can see that in your house. We need to do a concrete, one of these for concrete. I can knock yeah. it out over and over. And I asked Danny about that. I said, yeah, Danny, I'll do you. No, I don't want to be on it. Well, who you can do put? one for me. Just do some Ks in the background, a bunch of Ks. Who are you going to put on it if not you? Why, Just do like a K put, pattern. Could put you with the microphone. No, you know, that's gay. I don't want that. What, why is everything gay? I don't know. You're probably, you listen, there's, there's probably a large percentage of your of your viewers that are gay. That's You're probably fine. upsetting mm-hmm. them right That's now. That's fine. I'm going to get canceled. My podcast, I'm going to get shadow banned because I said the word what gay. What is shadow banned? Is that a real thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I got shadow banned is last it? week on an yeah, episode. Yeah. YouTube. <clears throat> what does that mean? It they means be- they take your shit off search. If you search for it, it doesn't propagate at all in search. Whoa. Yeah. So I have a couple nobody sees it anywhere. Just saying shadow banned probably just got you shadow banned. Mm-hmm. Well, they're already Okay, so if this us. doesn't do well, it's not my fault. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. It happened to me. Uh, just I forget, like a week I forget ago. what episode. What was it, it on? I did an episode a week ago. What was it on? Was it oh, the guy the FBI? It was, it, no, it was the guy. Else. It was Tom O'Neill. He wrote a book about Charles Manson. He spent oh, twenty yeah. years investigating the Manson murders and basically found all these holes in the. Why would that narrative. be shadow by him? So the title. I went too. I think I went a little too crazy with the title. <laughs> Redo the title. I well, I didn't have to. I tweeted at YouTube and I, I asked. I asked YouTube. I said, "Hey, what's the deal? My why is this episode?" not appearing anywhere on search you can search for the literal exact title of the episode and it doesn't appear on search like it's impossible to find it unless you actually go to the channel you know go under videos you'll see it there and they said oh it probably got flagged in our system which means it's invisible on search and then the next morning it was back up it was visible So it's a thing they do. I mean, it's basically, so it's a real thing. It's a oh, real yeah. thing. Yeah. So the title of the video was something like uh, the CIA's secret program to brainwash people with or how, how the CIA Manson. brainwashed Charles Manson with LSD. Basically, it was something like that. And I guess that triggered their yeah. system. And Too they, much. They took it off search. But Too that's much. crazy, isn't it? It's fucking crazy that they, they do that. <coughs> That they, they have something that will literally take your shit and make it invisible to people. That's not crazy to me. Well, no? No. Why? Why wouldn't they do that? They own the fucking platform. They do whatever they want. Well, okay. They, here, have, they here, have people they've got to protect. And Here's the problem. Yeah, I, what, I, the CIA? Yeah, yeah <laughs> probably. You here's, think the CIA doesn't use YouTube's information for fucking intel and stuff? I'm sure they're... Somebody's. I think they 100% can use right. YouTube's information, but that goes against fucking whatever amendment, the free speech amendment well, is. Well, that's what I was yeah. just going to say is like a lot of people would argue, hey, well, it's a private company. They can do whatever they want. But when you become so large that you be, kind of become a, a part of like the social fabric, mm-hmm. then you you get to that point where you go, okay, well, wait a minute. You're, you're a monopoly now. So people don't really have an alternative that's as widely used. I mean, this is a massive, massive platform. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody else is there. You can say, oh, yeah, you can use Reddit. No, you can use... No, you can't. It, nothing's like YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's massive. So at that point, you kind of have to start abiding by, like, the Their Constitution. Rules. You know right. what I'm saying? You have well, to, it's, it's like a new oh, Constitution. No, no, see, you're, see, you're saying what they're saying is, no, yeah. it's ours. We own it. No, no, no. You know, you, you have to start abiding by, you know, like, the Constitution at that point. There comes a point when you're so large... That you're like a town yeah, square. You're, right. You're a monopoly. You can't – because now you can actually start swaying things. You can start censoring But is that people. real? Do you have to do that? I mean you do – I think you get to that point. It's kind of like a um, – Well, there's no law saying that. No. Well, they, I mean, yeah, they, that's what I mean. They are a monopoly. Well, I mean yes and yes and no. Look, look, at, uh, look at Microsoft like back in the, in the 80s when Microsoft came out. They started <clears> saying um, – um, Microsoft started saying, hey, listen, oh, you're a small – you're a small um, – you're a small uh, software store that sells software. Great. Yeah, we want to s- sell your Windows. Okay, here. Here's our Windows. So you can sell our Windows, but we also need a percentage of everything else your store is selling. Mm. What? Yeah. So you're, so here's the problem is that they were, people, they were, getting, they were doing that. Well, that, that becomes illegal because you become basically you're almost – it's almost like racketeering. And if that – their whole thing was, well, they don't have to sell our product. Yeah, but if they don't, they go under right. because it's the main product that's being sold out there everywhere. So you're basically saying you can go under or you can give me a portion of, of your business. And people are doing it while they launch this massive investigation. That's back when they were talking about breaking up Microsoft. Like this thing is too big. We're going to have to break it apart. Mm-hmm. 
And, and, you know, they fought it and they obviously they didn't, but then they stopped doing that also. They said, okay, we'll stop this practice and this practice and this practice. It's really scary. It's really scary, especially if you're on your own, you're independent, somebody who's creating your own stuff. And this is how you pay your bills. This is how you make a living off of making these videos and posting shit on YouTube. Right. Because you have to literally, you're constantly worried about these boundaries that you have to stay within. Like there's guys, there's YouTube channels where the guys like specifically talk about guns and firearms and like, the right. second amendment and all this stuff one and day these boom, guys, no, they well, can just take it away well these guys have tons of followers tons of subscribers but they're demonetized so YouTube can choose the type of content to make they'll make it unprofitable like they can literally choose to make certain topics unprofitable for people to talk about which takes away their incentive to talk about these sort of things right. on their platform which is crazy which influences the culture of, the, of everything yeah I absolutely agree with that I mean look look when you <laughs> That's the Spider-Man quote, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, do you remember that Spider-Man? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think that's true. You know, I think that's true. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, imagine being fucking Trump, bro. Fucking kicked off Twitter, kicked off YouTube, Facebook, everything. Yeah. What else are we talking about? Wait. Oh, wait. Uh, um, oh, I, <clears throat> uh, I was going to say. No, it's, it's, it's fucking, I mean, it's. it's We're not going to solve it. It's fucking, incre- mm-hmm. it's incredibly scary, bro. Yeah, yeah. You have to stay very kind of vanilla, and you can't. And and the other thing is, is those people they're not going to talk to you. Like they're not going. You think that you can just send them an email or make a phone call and say, "Hey, can we work on this? Can can we work something out? Let's let's, you know, I'll promise to behave from now on and follow your rules." No, they don't. You're you're done. They could suspend you for whatever the fuck they please if they don't like what you're talking about, or if they think that it could be even by accident that you get flagged for something. Or like a troll flags your video for something that they don't like. Yeah. Boziak got a, a video taken down when, or demonetized, or was it taken down? Or if he, Because in the process of it, he talked about how he got a, like an upper respiratory infection from wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And the, he went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, well, how often, how many masks do you have? He's like, I don't know, one or two. He's like, do you, how often do you wash them? He's like, I don't know barely ever he's like how long have you worn that one? It's like oh, i've worn this one for like a week he's like they were like that's a problem we're getting more and more of these infections <laughs> so during the conversation talking about the infection he's like i'm sick of these masks i'm, I'm sick mm-hmm. of them boom what to happened the, to it the video yeah i don't know if it got oh yeah it got taken down they took really? no the, the, was it it was a strike whatever it was a strike they took a it down. strike on his channel for saying that he's sick of the masks yeah yeah, it was a strike. It wasn't like a, a copyright strike. Right. It was some other kind of strike. And I said, did you fight it? Did you? Because if they watch the video, it's like, no, man, I was. I don't know what to do. Like, I, I, what am I supposed to do? He's like, it doesn't matter. It was a five-minute video. You know, he's like, oh, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But, yeah, it was just because he happened in the course of it just said this. And he was really only saying that he was just, you know, up. He's he tired just frustrated. He's just yeah. frustrated. He's not saying – he's not telling people not don't to wear do them, it. Yeah. Right. But they struck it immediately. Yeah, it's crazy. They do that to a lot of people. They do it to legitimate doctors that go on YouTube and talk about their studies on the coronavirus, or they talk about their patients right. who have had COVID and what they think the science or what their opinion is or what their research says about the science or whatever. And if it goes against like an official the official narrative, done. YouTube, it's done. Right. So there's no there's no area for conversation about it there's no area there's no room for nuance in anything as long as if it's against the official narrative youtube will strike you and demonetize you and ruin your ability to profit off of whatever you're talking about or even ban you from youtube little little correction 
It's just a little correction. Mm-hmm. It's like having a shock collar on. Yeah, it's crazy. Just a little. Don't oh. go out of the yard. Mm-hmm. Stay <laughs> in the yard. Exactly. <laughs> Don't go out. Of the- you want to get zapped <laughs> up? <laughs> Jess said to say hi. She said, "Say hi to Danny and Hat Rack." Is what she said. Hey, Jess, what's up? I can't show you because she sent me kind of a let's see a it naughty picture. Um, yeah. Hey, Danny. Hey, Hat Rack. So, all right. So Jess is back. Oh yeah, yeah. She's back for yeah for now. We know who knows who knows how long. That chick she drains me. What do you say? Oh yeah, yeah. But that was they're back and forth. Listen, I saw her the the two weeks after or two or three weeks after we broke up. I saw her more than I did for the three months prior to that. <laughs> when you're together, she and listen, furious when she when something happened, and I was like, yeah, well, you know, and, and she goes, look, I understand you're going to be dating, but and I was like, well, I mean, I've already been on, I've already been on a couple of dates, and she was like couple dates she goes it's been a week and i was like it's been like a month and she's like it's, are you i mean she just went nuts and that at that point that triggered like, it spending the night that night and the next night and the next oh yeah night, she wants to make sure you're not going on no more right, fucking like, what dates is, what's going on i mean you knew this was gonna happen she's like i mean you couldn't wait a little bit i'm like what are you, what are you yeah. doing there's no grace period yeah I mean, we break up on Monday. I'm on a I'm on a couple. I'm on days. Tinder on Tuesday. On Tuesday, I'm hoping <laughs> I'm lining shit up for Thursday and Friday. Don't get don't get crazy. That must be a lot of work having to go on Tinder and go on those dating sites to try to find bitches, try I mean, to find pussy on there. A lot. It's a lot quicker than going to a bar. Yeah, you don't like going to bars, right? Heck no. Everybody's his height, your height. No, I can't deal with guys five foot ten. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm at a huge disadvantage. Huge. I can't deal with that. No. No. You just go on Tinder, let them know right off the rip, 5-2. Yes, two. exactly. Nice, 5-2. <laughs> I caught that. You just, you just immediately, you just, you any any of the ones that are like, oh, it's got to be, and it's got to be 5 foot 8 or taller. Done, done, Left, done. left, what left. Is, what is your height on Tinder? What did you put your height I, at? 5-7 with a good pair of shoes. That's what, is it, is it really safe with a good pair of shoes? I do say 5-7. Hell seven. yeah. Oh my god! Hell yeah. But does it say with a good pair of shoes? No, you can't no? put that. In. I just say five seven. But now and you're the, just and disappointing. And the though. thing, like they're not gonna, listen. If they're going to end up with me, they're going to be disappointed at some point. At some point, they're, they're not, I'm telling you, I'm not six two. Um, you know, just working with what I got. Uh, you know, so I make up for it with uh, you know enthusiasm. Mm, yeah, your personality makes up for the height difference, Matt. You, you have a great personality. My boyfriend may be five set, about five three, but he's got a great personality. <laughs> so mean. That's not mean. Um, You're what, very charismatic. People love you, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, there. I was gonna say. Um, yeah, I'm like I'm negotiating with these guys for a podcast to do a podcast, a true crime podcast. You already have a true crime podcast. No, no, like one that's like heavily, um, pr- you know, produced like a. One that's on, you know, like um, Wandery or, you know, those Oh, like, like a serial type like a ser- podcast. Exactly, exactly. music like, and suspense. Of course, of course, and interviews, but, you know, it's, it's dun, not. Dun, dun. Right, right, right. Who are you negotiating with? Um, Big Tech? No, no, it's uh, a little bit everywhere productions. They're out of L.A. Mm. And I've been talking to these, talking to the guys, and they're, they're super cool. There's this guy, Dan, and we. So did you sign a shopping agreement? 
No, we haven't done it. We've just been going back and forth with with the with his, their lawyers right now. Bro, you know how many motherfuckers I've talked to in the past month who are who talk tell me about shopping agreements they're in. Oh yeah, I got a shopping yeah, agreement. What does that means nothing. Like I got a shopping agreement. Yeah, I'm gonna quit my job next week. I got a shopping agreement. I'm gonna be on Netflix. <laughs> Don't baby. quit your job, bud. My, my literary agent called me. I oh, sent me an email. And then we talked on the phone. Um. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. And he was like, "Look, I've got these guys. They produce this. They produce that. They wanna. They they want to uh, option the rights to your story." And I was like, "Wait, my personal story?" And they're like, "Yeah, your personal story. They're this. They've got a, a Netflix thing, a Netflix." Thing. And I'm like, "Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh." And he's like, and you know, I could tell he he was like, I didn't could tell I wasn't you know all excited about it because mm-hmm. because I've been through it mm-hmm. over and over. It's like you know. I've I talk to maybe three or four of these people a month, and it's always the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're ready to go. We have a production company. We've got to deal with these people and these people. We're gonna uh, these people are in with this. We have a first look deal with Sony. We've got a first look deal with so and so. We've produced this. We pro- you can look at my IBM or IMB or whatever the hell that thing is. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, you can look, IMDb, IMDb, and you know, and you're right. It does look pretty good, by the way. Anybody can put one of those up, but you know, yeah, it, it looks it looks good. And you, they tell how they're connected with all these different things, and it's huge and it's massive, and we're ready to go. I wouldn't be shocked if we weren't in production within 90 days. We've got a meeting scheduled next week. We're ready to go. We just need to go ahead and sign this up, uh, sign the option, and we'll go ahead and get get going. And and and. Yeah, I noticed your option says 18 months with an extra six months automatic extension if, if you need it. Right, right. Well, yeah, that's standard. Actually, it's really not standard. Um, and, and, well, I mean, obviously we need that. Well, why do you need that? You have a meeting next week. You would be, would be yeah, shocked yeah. if we weren't in production in 90 days. Why am I signing an 18-month agreement? Well, that's just the standard. It's not standard. Stop saying it's standard. There's no standard. That's not standard. And, and but they are all. They all. It's always eighteen months with an extra three months, or eighteen months with an extra nine months. Eighteen months with six months. It's always they're trying to get eighteen months. But what they really do is this: you sign one, you sign one, you sign. You've got a true crime story about fraud. You've got one about murder. This guy's had a, a, a some crappy novel that came out, but it's an interesting kind of story. And so we've got an. an an option agreement with him for 18 months and they put them all on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And then when they get the Netflix meeting, they go in and they pitch. I got hey, this, we're gonna this, say- this, this, right. It, well, they can say we're pitching shark in the housing pool and they're like, man, that's amazing. What else do you have? Well, we also have this. So you're one of a bunch of people that they've got, but they're not really pushing just you. Yeah. They make it sound like the, like the, it's a movie about you. What, what, what are you talking about? They're, they're already talking to, they're already talking to cast members. Right. They're not sure who's going to play you. Is it going to be so and so or so and so? We're it's all our whole team is ready to go, but I need eighteen months. You know, we're talking about a forty million dollar movie here, really. Yeah, but you can't give me twenty grand for my option. Yeah, they sell you. They like to sell you this pipe dream, right. like that you're going to get some right. crazy deal and you're something special. But in reality, it's not. It's really like just like the biggest scam. They're brokers. And, yeah. They're all just brokers. They're hoping to get you locked in. So they can sell. You know what it is? It's like flipping contracts for, for real mm-hmm. estate. Yes. Exactly what it is. Sign them up for 90 days and then run around and try and sell the property so you can make the difference. And that's all they're doing. But it's like, you know, look, you, you don't you're not gonna con me. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is not how this works, okay? You don't screw me over. I yeah. screw you over. That's how this works. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? That's not going to happen. And, and so it's so funny because I have signed a few options. But they've always been like, 
60 days or, or sorry like 90 days or six months yeah you can negotiate right mm-hmm. and then I, they're always cutouts so i do this cutout and that cut by the time it's all the way down it's like look you've got like you have six months to get me a deal to or, be the yeah. host of a show that talks about true crime anything else is 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 off the table and they're just like well what if we, well wait a minute if you come in there's some some slight alteration obviously We'll we'll discuss it at that time. I mean, I'm not stupid. Well, what if we get to the, the end of the six months? So you're, you're telling me you're negotiating a multi-million deal, and at the end of the six months, I go, oh, you're hit. Come on, man. I'm not going to do that. I mean, obviously, you're in the negotiations. What am I going to say? Stop talking to him. Talk to me now. Come on. It's unprofessional. Obviously, I'm going to give you an extension. You know, you have to trust me. Yeah, well, those motherfuckers are greedy, right. bro. They want to lock right. you up. Absolutely. <laughs> and this is the thing, too. They, they keep saying, well, you're going to have to trust me. No, no. <clears throat> You're going to have to trust me. Like, if you want me to trust you to represent me, you're going to have to trust that I'll give you the extension. And you're going to have to trust that, eight, you know, in 18 months is too much. Like, stop. You know, most people get so excited, they just signed. Mm-hmm. Right. And then three months later, they're calling and the guy's not responding to their calls. Maybe 16 months later, they call you up and go, look, we pitched your story the other day. And you're going, who is this? Yeah. You know, oh, remember you signed the deal? Yeah, bro, I've left like 16, 20 messages. Oh, I've been real busy. For a year? You know, it's just ridiculous, man. I mean, you know, they're such scumbags It's such a Hollywood, joke, man. They're right? so fucking, I know that's they're why you so hit. fucking slimy, and they're so fucking, they're all liars, Re- and they're all Remember the just- first time we went? We went to, like, um, the first night I did uh, did concrete, and we went to um, Waffle House. Oh, he was, shit. He, I, I, listen, after a th- listening to him for 30 minutes, hates Hollywood. Like, oh, yeah. hates the establishment. Oh, I'm yeah, like, well, it. I'm trying to get a true crime podcast. This is what and you're and telling he, me. I'm telling you this, yeah. and he's like, fuck them, man. They're scumbags. They're this. They're that. I'm th- like, oh, I didn't say that. Uh, I, well, yeah, that was, oh, you were, go- you were going pretty bad. Maybe not scumbags, <laughs> but you were, you, were like, you were like, nah, man, listen, they're, you, you need to just do it. Forget them. Then they're going to tell you this and tell you this. You need to do it your way. And I'm sitting there Well, thinking, you can do it. You can do it, but don't really? wait for them. Don't wait for them. Right. Do your shit because those motherfuckers are the ones. It's so backwards. Those are the people that are on their fucking computers scouring podcasts for TV show ideas that they can sell. Right. What you they know, can flip I, to Netflix. And I should have listened to Danny that first night because here's what happened. I was working with someone that continually kept saying, don't do anything on your own because that could ruin the deal that I'm working on right now. I'm working on this. I'm working on that. I'm, and he was. What dumbass told you that? I don't want to say his name, but the point is he knows who he is. So the point is, and we are, we're having Zoom meetings and we're having meetings. They're about to fly me out to L.A. And I've mm-hmm. been out to L.A. I met with, with these with production companies. And so things were happening, but it was always, don't do anything. Don't do anything. Don't do. Just, and, you know, I'm not even sure about the podcast. You going on that concrete podcast. I mean, you know, you, t- you told your whole story. I'm like, well, there's a book out. Why, why would right. I do like, You know, so I'm like, I'm trying to sell my book. I have a book. Yeah, you snake know, oil salesman, man. Right. And he's going on and on. I mean, he meant well, but I'm saying, you were right. Like, the moment I started going, yeah, I'm not waiting anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just stupid. Danny was telling me, go, just start doing it. Just start doing it. I was like, no, no, no. Like, if I just started at that point, I'd be a year, at least a year, ahead. maybe a year and a half ahead. Yeah. 
of where I am right now, instead of having like 30,000 subscribers on my channel, right. I'd ha probably have 100,000 subscribers. Right. I'd probably right. be paying all my bills and everything. Mm -hmm. But right. I didn't. I kept waiting because I kept waiting for like the big Hollywood deal, the right. big mainstream. It's, 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 so, it's so easy. It's so simple to understand. Do you think Joe Rogan would have got $100 million from Shopify if he would have waited? Yeah, no. Right, I, obviously. That's Spotify. like the most extreme example. That's what I said, Spotify, right? Uh, that's a Shopify. Yeah, Shopify. I might have said Shopify. Yeah. Whatever. Fine. I know what you mean. Tomato, tomato. So, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like, <clears throat> And it's it's funny, too, because I, whenever friends are like, I want to start a YouTube channel, I'm like, do it. Just do it. Mm -hmm. Start doing it with your iPhone. Start this. Start <laughs> I do the same. say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Dan, just do it. Just do it. And they're like, yeah, but I want it to be good. I'm like, no, don't you understand? Fuck that. This is what you didn't tell me. Do it. And do it as bad as as good as you can, even though it's probably going to be pretty bad, because it really doesn't matter because nobody's watching. Mm -hmm. right. Nobody's watching it, so don't worry about it. You got three subscribers, and those yeah. are two of them live in your house. Yeah, yeah. At know? least make at least make a couple bucks while you practice. Right, right. Just, just yeah, just put them out there because it starts the process of getting the subscribers and getting the watch hours. So starting crappy, and then guess what? Leave them up. Because two years from now or four years from now when your channel's doing great and it's making money, you can look back on the very first videos you put out and go, oh, my God. That was terrible. Look how bad this one yeah. was. And you'll laugh about it. It's better to have it out there. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm so embarrassed of our first podcast. They're so fucking awful. How, so are fucking they still awful. up? I'm still dumb as hell, but I was so much dumber two years ago. It's incredible how dumb I am. I, I'm going to jump in and... And, and it's not that incredible. The, the moment, the moment I disagree with you, it amazes me how dumb I am. I, but yeah, it's I so true. Wanna, I want to stop you. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh? So, how? What do you mean? On, on your first ones, like you've had, you've been doing these for year three years, right? Almost three years. I think it's about. It'll be three years. I think the, uh, this like August. Who's the first? Uh, person Ben Ben the he first was the first the first two po the first two or three the first like four podcasts were all with Ben <clears throat> and, then, and we started having guests with Ben mm -hmm. and then is that the one that was like in your kitchen or something it was it no you want to hear something at, crazy at Ben's house Ben had he bought this fucking mansion in uh, downtown Clearwater that used to be owned by some fucking millionaire Scientologist and the basement was an auditing room. So you know where they do you know what auditing is in Scientology, right? Oh, 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 audit. Okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. I know what that is. So I thought you meant audit. I thought shit. you meant they were CPAs. No, 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 no. <laughs> like they had the CPAs. No, it's where they they, they hook you up to the electronic machine and then you tell all your fucking deepest secrets or whatever. Right. So it was basically like a, a sound it, sound it, studio. It was all uh, oh, soundproof cool. so and it everything. All, it's already pretty yeah, pretty much it was set already up. a studio. Yeah. And before before it was owned by the Scientologist, it was owned by somebody that was related to the Presley's, what, like one of the Presley's daughters, Lisa when Marie Presley. Lisa Marie used Presley. to live over there. So it was her old house. So she used to have a recording studio downstairs. And then after that, it was an auditing room. And then after that, when Ben moved in, we turned it into a podcast room. So that was the first studio. So <laughs> the first episode of the Concrete Podcast, we're in a fucking Scientology auditing room. And you had a, you had a screen up, right? No, we no, just we were just in a tiny not, little not room ben, with a plastic yet. table. Man. Okay, the one You were thinking when we're in the other room at this building. Oh, okay. Yeah, I liked that setup. Yeah. yeah. Did we ever have you in there? No. No, no, no. no, no. But I had watched it, and I was like, like I had been watching <laughs> different ones, and I was like, this is a good setup here. Oh, oh and it has a four TV Right, screens. like I would watched, like, you know, like um, Tommy, my buddy Tommy, with uh, MSCS Media. Uh-huh. That's the, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Total the Indian guy. <laughs> right, the Indian guy. Tony's <laughs> Italian. He hates <laughs> it when you say that, which is hilarious, so I say it all the time. Um, I was like, Danny was asking about the Indian guy. He said, wait, with the Indian guy? He's like, 
he gets all. Don't don't <laughs> tell, don't tell him I said that. He's gonna. Set. I don't want him. Don't whack me. Don't tell him not to whack me. I don't want to <laughs> get whacked. He um, he, his is a total Joe Rogan ripoff. Like I mean, he's got the Joe Rogan mics. This is all Joe a Joe Rogan. Rogan. This is a Joe Rogan. No, rip-off. but he's got the. I mean, he, the angle. It is identical to Joe mm-hmm. Rogan's. Like it's horrible, bro. <clears throat> the big wire. It's it's horrible. Like it's oh, like the I, big mics, the big mic everything, arm. Everything, everything. He even got the camera. And I'm like, what? why don't you just set it the way you like it? Well, I like the way Rogan does it. I'm like, yeah, bro, you're just, what are you doing? You're not Rogan. You're bro. not Rogan. Like, do your own thing. It's all kind of the same. But, you know, it's, you know, even I'm telling, like, lower the camera angles. Why are your camera angles? Yeah, but that's how Rogan had it. If you look at the first, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, it's a lot of people. There, like there's that. no more original ideas, Matt. There's nothing. There's no more sad. original ideas. It's, it's true. Sad. It's sad, but I true. Know, it's sad. It's just. It's all about how good you are at hiding your sources, and he's not very good at hiding his sources. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I've listen. I've messed with him on when he's on camera. I've yelled at him. What are you doing? And he's like, I like Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know, he, he's not lying about it. He's like, what? So yeah, it is pretty identical, right? Yeah, it is. It is. So is this though. I mean, all podcasts are fucking from Joe Rogan. He's the one who started it. That's what everyone's trying to do. Everyone's trying to be as successful as he is. Right. And that's why I want to do the cereal for the, the true crime thing. Yeah. It's I love different. cereal. It's super different. I love those podcasts too. Yeah. It's just so much work to make them. You know it, what I mean? I, right. That's and why. It takes I, so much. It's like making a documentary. It's an audio documentary. It, it really mm-hmm. is. That's why I was saying with you, like, that's how I want to do it. And I can't do it on my own. I don't have the time, the equipment that you're like, just sit down with a mic and start doing it. And, and the get- problem with, with those is they're really good, but you can't put out a lot of them. So if you're make, if you're, if your platform is YouTube, then it's not going to be su- no, it's not going to be as successful because like YouTube's all about putting out stuff every week, right. every day. It's twelve a season. Right. That's what we're negotiating for twelve of them. As long as you can do that, are you so are you going to do that alongside your normal podcast on your on YouTube? Yeah, that's, or are they going to say shut down YouTube? No, that's a part of the. Well, the, I, we can't cover the same material, which is fine. I, I haven't covered any of my material, you, so you can't even promote it on your podcast. Like, hey, there's a new episode coming out on this, oh, that, I, and the third. I, oh, and no, no. They would is, want me to do this that. This is what it's about. No, they want me. They would want me to do that. What right. I can't do is I can't say, I can't talk about, let's say, the the chip, the, the thing I'm researching right now, the the chip robberies. Mm-hmm. Like, it's called the company. It's the, these guys from the um, uh, triad, these Chinese triad members that start robbing computer chip manufacturers happened back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. So I can't cover that story on my personal podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't cover it on their podcast. Like, well, what if we do four episodes and break it down and we do interviews and everything? And then while that happens, I turn around and go on my podcast and go and then start talking about the exact same thing. Mm. Then it's like, what? and I totally get that. That's not that's right. perfectly understandable. It, yeah. Right. Even if it's just having like telling the story over the course of two hours, they're like, you know, because when you do it on a podcast like that, you're basically creating intellectual property, right. which can then be packaged. But you got to be able to ha- have a conversation about it. Uh, touch on the cliff notes. no obviously yeah. minor but i can't if it takes if it's six hours to do or it's four hours of of for you know an hour each episode for four episodes i can't then sit down and tell this whole story in two hours on my podcast on your, yeah. like, like if we talked about it for oh yeah yeah it's about these guys and if we had a five minute conversation or a ten minute conversation okay yeah right but so i get so i get and i get that that makes sense i mean they want me to do podcasts they're saying though we want you to do podcasts we want you to Mm-hmm. promote this and yeah. do all this and keep doing what you're doing because they're like you're becoming you're slowly becoming the kind of go-to guy for true crime and for you know being you know cons and frauds and all that stuff mm-hmm. same thing with um have you seen did you see the uh home home title lock commercial yes oh i saw did one the other day was, on TV. oh my god austin can you pull that up please 
I, I kid you not. I'm standing out front of my house with the front door open. I'm smoking, and I hear As the, always. the TV's running. And I hear, I'm like, that sounds like fucking Matt Cox. I peeked my head in the door, and it was like the last couple seconds of this fucking so security commercial. And I saw Matt on there, and then it clipped to some other. I said, no fucking. I tried so to get a they, picture it's, and it's send it to you before, title I, lock, Matt before Cox. it came off. Yeah, it's called. It's all. I forget what I was watching. Title lock. I think I was watching the basketball game or oh, something. It's, it's it all was all on a popular channel. Oh, oh, it's it's on CNN. It's yeah. on was it on TNT? News. It's on. There's yeah, a thirty I think minute. I was watching the basketball game and it came. There's on. a thirty minute infomercial in the mornings on Saturdays and Sundays that they loop, uh-huh. like for like two hours. Yeah. Same thing over and over again. Where they do. Huh? Um, so it's so funny because yeah, it did was you, crazy. You know, my mom. It was the first time I ever saw it. You know, the first time I saw it was with my mom. I'm eating. Lunch, I'm eating lunch yeah. with my mom. Yeah, this is what I saw. I mean, breakfast with my mom. Look at this. Okay, do you have this on the screen? All right. well, well, wait a minute. You got First, they got that wrong. They must have pulled that right off. Look at that mug. Yeah, that's a bad one. Keep going. Not great. Wait. It, well, you Con Man on. reveals yeah. the truth about home title fraud. The FBI calls title and Whoa. fraud. Whoa. God damn, that's loud. Can we make it bigger? Is this it? This must be it. Yeah, press play. Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingrich. I've always believed that the real home of America is the home. It's a sacred place. So funny. And your values. And it's the foundation of your retirement. That's why I want you to know the truth about home title theft. The FBI calls home title theft one of the fastest growing white collar cyber crimes in America. <gasps> I want to know why. Here's what Me I too. <gasps> Look at that scoundrel. Look at that beautiful, beautiful con man. With the beautiful hairline. Look at, look at the old picture. Glorious hairline. Look at that. Ooh, ooh. How many properties did I falsely buy or acquire in multiple names and borrow against? I mean, this is around 150. First of all, thank you for being honest and sharing with us. How did you get into taking your house? Actually, owned a a mortgage company it's slowly developing you just learned the particular skill set that it required and were you surprised how easy it was it's extremely easy oh my god this is great and why is that in order for me to take your house this new king rich public record create a document why is he interviewing you take the deep they had um transfer it to someone else that i'm in control of and then i can borrow against the house they always have a big time guy who's Who's their their main um, spokesperson? Okay. They had Rudy Giuliani for a couple years. <laughs> really? Yeah. They had uh, Glenn Beck. <laughs> Listen, they don't even use like they did like an hour long, maybe maybe a two hour conversation with me. Not between me and Newt Gingrich, but me and like the producers. It was brutal. I mean, I was in rear psychopath form. What do you just, mean? I was just over the top. Like they're like, so do you? Do you feel so? Do you feel bad for these people? No, I don't feel bad. I don't feel anything. I mean, I was just totally. I don't know. I was in a bad mood. I don't know what happened. I was just totally like just cold. psychopath. You cold, were just jacked on coffee. Oh, how much? How much coffee had you? Drank? Oh, three. At least three Vinci. There's three of these. Holy! I shit. walked in with one of them. You know, I was. It, it was. It was just total. So you were rip-roaring. Oh, it was great. It was great. And then when it was done, they were like, you know, we'll, great. we'll probably use a little bit of that. I said, no, I said, use it. Well, it was, it was a little little harsh. I said, bro, I said, use it. 
I said, make me sound like a complete scumbag, scoundrel, con man, psychopath. I said, I don't care. I said, look, I'm not going for the whole, oh, I'm reformed. I feel bad. I said, no, I'm going for the joker. I said, so jokerize me. I said, I don't care. I said, you're not going to make me feel bad. I go, I'm a psychopath. You can't make me feel bad. I don't feel bad. I said, so do it. Run with it. And they were Click like, that. oh, you should have seen. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, fuck. You should have seen the look on their face. They were like, and I said, run, do it. I said, I got no problem. I said, listen, the people that the people that know me and like me and care about me, they already know who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not looking for any new friends. So if everybody else hates my guts, that's fine. Whatever. Nobody's got to hunt me down and kill me. Hmm. I'm good. So my point is, is, you know, I, so I told them that they still, then they did the commercial. And so the guy called me, the producer, and I was like, bro, he's like, did you see it? I was like, man, you didn't really, he's like, I know it was, you know, someone was really harsh. (laughs) And I was like, it's fine. I said, are you concerned that he's like, I, you know, we didn't want to make you look too bad because you're kind of like a spokesperson kind of like it, it, you don't want, you know, we need to sell some life lock. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying, we don't want to scare people. I was like, oh man. So anyway, look, the commercials are doing so well. They called me back. They want me to come back and do another commercial. And they're supposed, they're supposed to be sending me, um, right now. Well, this was actually about a week ago. We talked about, I think it might have been two weeks ago. They said they were going to have a meeting. He goes, we're trying to figure out how to use you for like the next three years on like an exclusive deal. Nice. And I'm sitting there going, they're like, so we're going to put something together. And Here I'm, we go again. Right, I'm thinking, <laughs> where do I sign? <laughs> are you serious? And, they're, and I'm, they're like, I mean, if you, they wanted me to call you and make sure you're okay with them. <laughs> Am I okay with it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Let's do this. Absolutely. That's amazing. Run with it. Wouldn't that be hilarious? That's amazing. And, and that would I have be fucking people awesome. sending me text messages saying, bro, I was just watching Fox News, mm-hmm. just watching CNN. I was just watching <clears throat> this. And you suddenly I turn around, you were there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. Bro, I talk about it all the time. You are like the biggest success story of this <clears throat> podcast. Like you are the For sure. you're the one person By who far. came in here, nobody knew who the fuck you were, and you literally taken the ball and, and ran with ran it. With it. I mean, I so like far, Gump. and this is the thing with all. By the way, the guys you have that, created such success out of coming from nothing, coming on this podcast. Is it really for you? Oh, this is like, really me. I'm not only you. like I'm not talking about the amount of attention you got just to, from. As, as far as podcast views on my channel, right? I'm talking about like what you've turned it into after that. Oh yeah, listen, listen. I'm going. I'm going to. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> so I think I'm supposed to go to Chicago in a couple weeks and be on somebody's podcast. I, I, you know, I've been like all over the. You know, I've been to like Ohio. I've been to California. I've been to um, Illinois. I've been to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. I've been to like I've been all over the place doing podcasts and getting doing like. Like I told you about, like when I went to Puerto Rico, and they gave me like eighteen hundred bucks to like fly into Puerto Rico and have a lunch with these guys with for like a couple an hour. of fucking billionaires in Puerto Rico. Right, they just wanted to hear my story, and then I leave. Um, so and you then, were basically just like entertainment for the night I, for I, a couple I, billionaires. And I was telling the guy, I was like, "So, I mean, what? Why?" And they're like, "Well, you know, we usually have somebody come, and we I saw your stuff, and I sent it to the other guys, and they love your stuff, and we just like you to come, just have lunch." I'm like, "I can't do that for free." Yeah. No offense, but I got to get paid. Could you imagine they fly Matt to fucking Epstein Island just for the night? They pay him a million dollars. Would you do it? Yeah. Hell yeah. He'd <laughs> fucking do it. Yeah. What? Um, 
So clip that. I want the thumbnail of that to be Matt's face with Epstein Island and uh, Epstein's big dome house in the background. Um, so look, so I'm going to Amsterdam. You, uh, you know that. Yeah. They've watched the. I'm going to Amsterdam for four or five days, the end of August, to be in a. There's a six part series called The Psychology of a of Con a Man. And there's six parts. They got one guy from Asia. They've got a guy from Germany, a guy from France, a guy from the UK, um, guy from someplace else, uh, like Japan, Japan or something. Um, and they've got – and guess who represents the United States of America? Matthew Cobb. No fucking way. Look, when I was Zooming them and they were like – and I was like, so wait a second. So I go, so you got a guy here. Guy, I go, so are you saying that I'm representing the United States for like the top con man? Like that. And, and they were – you could see they, they, they get scared. Like they're like – they're looking like, um, well, um, and they were like, I mean, I would have to say yes. And if this is, I go, yes, yes. <laughs> I go, let's do it. And they were just like, I said, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. And they were like, oh, that is not the response we typically get. Um, they're going to fly me in. They're going to do a battery of tests. I said, so you're going to try and figure out what makes me a con man. They're like. Yes, it's going to be a battery of tests. There's a psychiatrist. There's oh, a this, really? That. Ooh, that's and interesting. And I'm oh, like, I can't Absolutely. wait to see that. Sign me up. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've watched all the stuff on Concrete. So it's that. Then I'm also going to like the um, it's the Association of Mortgage Brokers. I'm going to that. That's an Alabama Association of Mortgage Brokers. They're flying me in to do. I, I'm flying in, and for one day, I'm flying in. Oh shit! Sorry. <laughs> flying in, in the morning. 45 minutes, tell my story, 15 minutes, Q&A, jump back on the plane, fly right back out. Wow. What's the flight out there? It's like a 13-hour flight. To Alabama? Oh, no. I thought you were talking about fucking... Uh, I thought you were talking uh, about like Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Amsterdam, Amsterdam, Amsterdam is, is like 15 hours. Yeah, it probably is pretty bad. Mm. It ain't... I, it, it's worth the flight. Yeah, I, can't, I hope it's not like spirit or something. Hopefully it's not. Well, oh, yeah. Hopefully it's not a fucking six-hour turnaround listen, like that. Listen, it's not like I. It's not like I've never been in a small, uncomfortable, you know, Airplane. position for fifteen hours at a time or twelve. Like, you put me in a bo- small box with my hands cuffed like this, and I'd be like, I can eat a sandwich doing that. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. I can open up a little juice box. I can do everything with my hands like this. Yeah. True you crime. File on I ninety five. True crime has uh, there's something about true crime. It's like blowing up in the last couple of years. Last like two years, I want to say. No, it's like the last five or ten. Years, it's really been getting big. It is fucking huge. like true crime has become one of the most popular genres right now. Not only for podcasts, but for shows like Netflix. Yeah, show, yeah now they're kind of getting love converted it. into uh, like the the net like the Netflix series. They're like converting <laughs> like uh, Dirty John, um, all of those. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking so, insane. Um, Even my like my wife, all she watches is fucking shit about people getting raped and murdered. Women love oh, like they yeah. like the they like the really. That's yeah, all my mom yeah. watches. It's like seventy yeah. percent. She's either watching the news or she's watching like the ID channel. With yeah, I can't watch people that. getting murdered. I can't all watch the time. all that. It's brutal. too fake. Some of the stuff on TV though is just they're too true fake. stories. Though. They're true stories. They're true stories, but the way they, they fantasize them. them and dramatize like like there's a UFO thing on History Channel about uh, Skinwalk Skinwalker Ranch. And it's just the way it's produced and the way they... Skinwalker Ranch? What's Skinwalker? There's a ranch in Utah that has all kind of paranormal Paranormal. phenomena that happens. All kind of paranormal phenomena that happens with like crazy magnets and fucking up iPhones. It's water. It's water. water. It's weird drinking water out of a can, It is. I mean, I don't drink beer anyway, but even when I look at it, it should be... Hold it up. Hold it up and smile. Do a promo for Liquid Death. They sponsor the podcast. Who is it? Liquid Death. Liquid Death. It's a water company. What do you think about their water? I... It's, it tastes good. This tastes like death. Better than the tap. 
No. Um, Their slogan is murder your thirst. Murder your thirst. Look at that. They sent me a fucking giant stack of Cases. water and sparkling water. Nice. It's good. It is good. I don't know what the sparkling water is like, but this is good. Yeah, it's good. It's great. It's great. It's uh, drinking water from the Alps. Yeah. It's like drinking water Mountain from water. a beer can that's Death. been washed out really good. Anyways, the the shit that's on TV shows is just it's so overproduced and dramatis and dr- you know, dramatized. Dramatized. That's the word right. I was looking for. Um, and it just makes me just like whenever something's overproduced and dramatized like that, it just makes me makes me skeptical of it. Yeah, it's like watching American Greed. Yeah. Where Matthew the con man walked into the office. Yeah. Another single mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sad. Oh, fuck. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, yeah, true crime. And then women. Wait, women are, are like, wait, wait, are like it, half of the It gets better. It gets better. I got called. Another thing. I got called from a guy who. Did have you ever seen. Um, oh, God. It's called. Uh, hold on. It's on A&E. It's called uh, um, 60 Days In. Uh, I've seen it on the scrolling through, but I've never watched it. Okay, so I've watched a couple episodes because this guy contacted me like a week or so ago. Like, yeah. I never check Instagram. People contact me on Instagram. Like, I check it maybe once or twice a month, and there'll be like 30. And so as I'm going through, like, you know, accept and, you know, oh, cool, thanks. You know, and giving them you know, little responses. This one guy says, hey, if he hadn't put A&E in the name of the show, he would have gotten nothing. Yeah. Like, if it was just like, hey, bro, watch your stuff. You're awesome. You know, give me a call. But instead, he was like, I'm so-and-so from, you know, I'm Tony. His name is Tony from A&E. He has a bunch of guys have reached out. A bunch of my fans have reached out to me and said, I need to interview you. I need to contact you. I've watched your stuff on on, uh, on uh, YouTube. You know, great stuff. Really want to talk to you about being interviewed and talk to you about A&E. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, it's like a week or so ago. I was like, oh, God. So I responded. I talked to him the other day. He wants to interview me for some show for A&E. Talking about possibly trying to do some kind of a cold for the sixty thing. days in show? No, for something uh, totally different. Mm. But they're they're like hooked in with him now. Mm. You know, he was a big. He was basically the star of that show. Okay, and so they're he's now doing kind of like a spinoff show. Mm. And so same thing. It's it's so there's lots of stuff that constantly happening. It's just trying not to get in, hooked into that trap. Mm-hmm. Where you end up signing a bunch right. of stuff and then nothing happens. You get your it. hopes up on yeah. it, right? But That's imagine if you if you didn't have a podcast, if you didn't have any sort of other thing, if you didn't have anything else going on, you'd be like, oh yeah, they'd want to they want to sign you up exclusively of for course. them, and you would have nothing else. You know what I mean? Right. Now you have leverage when you right. start putting out your own shit that you own mm-hmm. independently. You have leverage against those people, and they know that, right? What well, you know, and it's funny too because guys always tell me, like I always get guys like, oh, what does Danny pay you for that? What is that? I'm like, well, nothing, bro. You. I don't you pay do anybody that, to do podcasts. You do all that for nothing. I'm like, well, yeah, but you do understand. So then you have to break it down. You understand right. what's happened. Like, like concrete me put me on. Like I was already out and doing stuff, but like you know, I was already in a couple magazines, mm-hmm. and I was trying to. But you were like, still in the halfway house when you came on the show the first time. No, no, I just got out. I wouldn't do it in the halfway house. I was oh, too scared. Oh, that's right. You I wouldn't do it. You were not allowed to. You did super it after. scared. Um. And he was even like, come – well, first of all, I couldn't. I can't disappear for four hours. Like, there's no way to go across. Listen, you're so scared in the halfway house. Like, they're they're knocking people off. Yeah, they're ready send to send back, you right back anything. to jail. So, um, you know, he's like, yeah, come over and this. And I'm like, eh, I'll hold it. And then – so I got out, and then he <clears> called me. I'd, I'd been out like a month or a few weeks or something. You're like, bro, I answered your questions. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'd asked you about oh, yeah. podcasts. Yeah. I answered your questions, said you were going to come on. You're not in the thing. I had a, I had somebody fall uh, somebody um didn't show up yeah someone rescheduled last yeah. minute 
I need, I, I got nothing like in the can. I need to do something. I need to come out. I was like, all right. So I came out, but you know, I, I explained that. I said, look, Danny put me on a course mm-hmm. because of the podcast, put me on a course and got me exposure that I never would have gotten. Had I said, Oh, well you got to give me 500 bucks. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or you go to, and he'd have been like, screw you. I'll go get, I'll go just have right. a conversation with anybody for, you know, for, forget it. I'm right. not going to do it. Okay. So then what, where, where, where would I be? I'd be pushing, I'd be pushing books on my own. Mm-hmm. It has been said that I, I have had people tell me that I am the Joe Rogan of Florida. <laughs> oh God. Who the fuck gassed you up no. like that? Right? <laughs> no. It's been said. I've been, it's been said. It could be a fact. I'm just saying it could be a fact. Matt, you didn't fuel that comment to his head, did you? No. No. <sighs> I've had a guest come on here and say it, and I've, had, I've seen a, at least one comment that said that. So it could, I could, it could be true. Who knows? Anyways, you've done great for yourself. You, you've really means, taken off. You mm-hmm. really, uh, you really... Well, I'm not making a bunch of money, but a lot of things are happening. Like, something's got to hit. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff up in the air right now. Like, it's so much stuff being thrown at the wall. Something's got to stick. For sure. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah. it's not about one thing sticking. It's about staying consistent, and that's what you're doing. You're right. staying no, no, consistent. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. staying, I'm staying on it. I'm putting stuff. I'm putting up. And, and, and the interviews It's a snowball great. effect, right? It's a snowball effect. Yeah. The first oh, podcast yeah. was the spark that lit the flame. Right. Now, it just keeps growing and growing and, it's and growing. The inter- it, it, it's all the... It, it's, and I look, I, I like doing the podcast. Like, I like... Look... Like um, Juan, Juan, I'm gonna interview this chick. That it's great. Juan's great too because he works. Who are you talking about? Juan Sanchez. Okay, he's the ex-con that you just uh, yeah. you just interviewed. The guy from Venezuela, like got kidnapped in Venezuela, he was laundered thirty nine million dollars. Mm. He's still, he's got a great story. Um, but just so happens he knows somebody knows a chick that was a high end madam who was bringing girls in. I'm gonna say from like. Brazil or something. I don't know. Then it was some yeah. South American country. I don't know which one. But she was bringing girls, so they can come in. Like you can come in for like ninety days to the United States. Yeah, come hang out, whatever on vacation. So they would come in for ninety days. So this girl's get this woman's getting phone calls <clears throat> from women in let's say Brazil. She's Spanish too, and um, they're calling her and saying, "Look, I can come to the United States for ninety days. I need to make some money." And she's setting and like supermodel hot looking, mm-hmm. and they're coming in and they're working as high end escorts. She so she's, I don't want to say pimping them out. Should I, can I she say, is, yeah, is it? okay, yeah. yeah. I mean that the best possible life. She's a pimp. She's pimping out. So she's being a madam to these women, and mm-hmm. they're they're coming and they're they're going back like a like a Gislaine, like a Gislaine Maxwell. Mm. On a different level. Yeah, that was Epstein's girl. Oh, was it? Oh, no, 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 no. Who no. was proc- procuring the Yeah, but these are adult women. women. These are yeah. 25 Oh, they're not, they're not kids. Oh, no. No, no. It's not like sex trafficking. Well, it is sex trafficking, isn't it? Kind, yeah. kind of. Um, yeah, it is. Anyway, look. So this chick comes in. So these girls are coming in for 90 days, and then they're going back to, like, Venezuela or mm-hmm. Colombia or Brazil with 50 grand. 50 grand is going back there. It's like going back there with, like, $400,000. Right. Yeah. It's a huge amount of money. You can buy a condo and still have years worth of income left. So they're going back there with, and so then those girls go back there. They tell this person, this girl. Next thing you know, next thing you know, she's just running them left and right. And he Mm -hmm. sent me her indictment. I read her her indictment. I read her uh, stipulation of uh, facts. I read I'm like accounts with four hundred thousand, accounts with a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. This girl got paid eighty thousand. This girl got sixty thousand. This girl got. I mean, these chicks are coming in and they're just 
lining them up. I was like, this chick's probably got a pretty good story. <coughs> this is a pretty interesting story. Mm-hmm. She did this for years. So she's coming in. I'm going to do her on my podcast on uh, on Wednesday. Mm. Next Wednesday. Um, Juan's going to come back. Juan's going to do do uh, concrete, yep. which will be better than mine because... And you're going to be here too? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll be... if you Whatever you guys decide. Yep. Like, he, he's... <clears throat> You'll be able to do a better podcast. Like, I just sat there and thought he was just going to tell his story. Like, I didn't interview him, really. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because I'd heard him say his story so many times, I thought he was going to just roll it on out. Yeah. But he's like, I haven't told anybody that story in, like, like When did he tell you that story? In years, prison? In prison seven or, or eight years right. ago. Right, okay. So he went, to keep in mind, he left, he went to... He went to an ice facility. He went to – so he had a whole thing after we met. So he hasn't been telling that story. So he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's what I did. So he, he threw out some stuff, and I was like, whoa, whoa. I kept having to go, whoa, 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 whoa. What about this? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about – yeah, so what happened? And then he'd tell that story. And i go, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about how, the story about how you got the money to pay for your attorney? That is a good story. Yeah, that's good. Let me tell that. And it's like it wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It, like I felt like it wasn't good. Colby, my my video editor, he was like, "Bro, that was amazing. It was a great story. It was great." I was like, "But I had an anticipation of what it was right. in, in my mind." Right. Yeah, it was different. Man, you know it would be great for the prison industrial complex is if the people who own the prisons they set up in the prison cells they set up podcasts so everyone in prison could have their own podcast, their own YouTube show, and the prisons could make so much fucking money by. Pimping out these prisoners to have a true crime podcast. That, that's, that's not Imagine it. it. Imagine how much money they They're could not have. selling it. Sent, Fucking no. arrest them all. Fill those prisons up. Now we can have more podcasts. They, make more make more podcast money. We can have deals damn. with Spotify. Jesus. The prison, that, that escalated quickly. Yeah. I was going to say, they're all, first of all, they're already filled up. Yeah. They're already filled. They're, they're filled. You really just need to bring in a mic. So, yeah. okay, prison owners, if you want to make more money... Do deals with Spotify. Fill the prison cells with microphones and set up podcasts with the prisoners. That way they can have their podcasts in prison and the prisons can do Spotify deals directly and it'll be fucking hands over fist. Millions. Never happened. Never happened in the federal system. They won't let a camera in. Sure it will. They won't let a camera in. They won't let you come in and video an inmate in prison. Not since, since, uh, was it Diane Sawyer did it? Or was it Barbara Walters? Did she did one for sixty minutes, and it was called uh, it was called um, uh, Club Fed, where they actually went into a prison, a camp, and showed the facility and how nice the facility was, and people went nuts, like you know, because they're they're in, they're showing guys playing tennis, they're mm-hmm. showing guys doing fishing, they're doing this, they're doing that, and they're like. Oh, and she's like, she's she's going. Oh, well, what'd you have for dinner? He's like, ah, we had this, and the, you know, he's like, oh, we had this. like he's saying all these things that sound good, mm-hmm. and so they immediately after that whole thing, they went in and they said the federal uh, the uh, bureau of prison said we're never letting another camera in mm-hmm. because they made us look like fools, and we're taking away this and this. They started. They literally are paving over all the stuff. They're tearing up everything. They just took everything away. Yeah, but who cares anymore? Who cares anymore? Everybody knows. Everybody talks about it. Everybody knows all the fucking crazy shit that goes on. 
in no, prisons. But they I'm were portraying they, it that they it were was portraying too that nice. it was club fed. They were saying it was, it was like club nice. met. It, it was too, too nice. nice, right? But so they cares? went in. They, but who cares? Well, it's well, too the, late. The, the, you don't have to care people. now because it's not now. Right. Now it's a state. So that's practically a state. Exactly. So let the cameras in now. Like give them podcasts. I, I, mm. I and I think you should take that on. But having dealt with the uh, bureaucracy of uh, federal pr- the federal prison system, I can tell you it's never going to happen. <laughs> I think it's time for the p- federal prison system to give in to the. Entertainment I think so industry. too. And look, as as feeble as Biden is, you could probably fool him into <laughs> signing something. You know, <laughs> but yeah, true crime is profitable. It but is, just, but just uh, who's the, who's in, who's the head of the BOP right now? We need to get him on here. No idea. That'd be great. He'd probably Can you find it. out who the head of the uh, Bureau of Prisons is? We need to reach out to him immediately and get him on here. Do you remember when I told you about the time that I came up with that that newsletter about the uh, Puerto Ricans? How I said yes, Trump the was fake newsletter. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Juan Juan and I talked about that. Oh, did we you laughed because really? Juan was one of the guys who came, he came up to me. He's like, Matt, Matt. He's like, Have you heard anything about this thing? This uh, thing Trump signed, and they're sending the Puerto Ricans back to to Puerto Rico. And I went. I said, okay, bro, I'm going to tell you something. And I told him it was me. Michael Carvajal, the director of the BOP, as of 2020. So he's the guy who uh, is the new director after Epstein suicided himself. <laughs> the, old B- the, old, uh, the old BOP guy got, got, canned, got canned after Epstein. Damn. So we need to get Michael. Well, maybe we get, we probably have a better chance of getting the old the director old guy, of the yeah. BOP Can you here. imagine? Like, like, this guy is sitting there like, well, I have f- has nothing to do nothing with it. Do it's with all this. about optics. It's all about optics, Matt. Fire him. What, fire me. What are you talking about? Like, well, yeah. Somebody's got to step wasn't, down. I wasn't sleeping at the stand. I was, didn't fix. I didn't break the camera. Like I was, right. was here. I, I was even work five there. states away. I've never right. even seen that. Right. That He's facility. probably never been there. There's 1,300 facilities. I've yeah. never even been there. Yeah. You're fired. It's like. Why? Because it won't. Because it, it'll look good for us. Mm-hmm. Which we're trying to clear us. Everything's about optics. Mm-hmm. It's all that matters. It's all that matters is what it looks like to the public. What are you going to put there for the couch? It's, I got a new couch. Show coming. Them a picture. The, of the couch new is couch. gone. How, how? Why? What's the new couch? Where'd you get it? Garage sale? What's happening? No, no. I bought it online. I bought it on it the nice? internet. It's nice. It's. A, I don't know if you would call it nice. I don't want to spoil the surprise, but it's a very nice. It's a vintagey couch. For vintage sure. blue velvet couch, Matt Cox. Oh You're gonna hate it. You're gonna absolutely for fucking sure. hate it. I'm begging you to rethink this. <laughs> Why? Look, look, this is nice. This is nice. The. The, um, the, you like the hey, bookshelf? you like the drawings of the fisherman with the butts and the heart. See the see the noose with the did, beach. Did in the not even of it? notice that. Was Can a you butt. go grab that for me real quick? We got to show that. I mean, I'm wearing the head. That's I got right. The headphones. Look at this. What do you think? Let's 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 analyze this art piece right here. Look at this with your uh, arts degree. What, what is your what is your arts degree opinion on on this artwork? We got we got a noose with a beach in the background. We got the Florida with the six six six. And we got the fisherman's asshole with the heart around it. Where's the fisherman's right here? Okay. I I mean what I mean I think it's it's drawn well. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll take Why? that. I'll Who buy did that. that? Why? Luke, Luke did that. Luke. Okay. Yeah, I figured Luke did it. Hand drawn. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's all disturbing. But Luke's you know. an artist. I know. I know. I heard that. 
Um, he has a degree. I know he does. He has an arts degree. Liberal. I know. I've never seen. I don't mean that mean. I've never seen anything he's done hey, except for this. I meant to ask you this: What's the difference between a fine arts degree and a liberal arts degree? What's a liberal arts degree? I don't. I don't, I don't, hmm. don't you really don't know? No, I don't know. Really? Is that what your mom has? My mom has a master's degree in fine art. Mm. Fine art. Master's yeah. degree. Okay. What is your degree? It, it's just a BA. A bachelor. So yeah. you only did four years. My mom did eight years. Wow. Fucking masters. That just means that she has less money than you. <clears throat> the Very- National Association of Schools of Art and Design, NASAD, which accredits bachelors of fine arts programs in visual arts and design in the United States, states that the professional degree BFA focuses on intensive work in the visual arts supported by programs of genital yeah. studies, whereas liberal, liberal arts. arts, genital or general? Yeah, general. general. <laughs> liberal arts degrees focus on art and design. I don't understand. Liberal? Is there a conservative? Is there a conservative arts degree? I went a to Republican? a coffee. I went to a coffee shop today. So there's this coffee shop that's in Pinellas Park. That's called Conservative Grounds. Right, right. You did a. Uh, I did a you video did a, a doc. Yeah. Was it a little documentary on it? Yeah, right? I did a little like little expose on it. Yeah, I did a little fine arts piece on it, and it's basically uh, all Trump supporters. It's heavily support back the blue. Um, make America Great Again coffee shop. It's a Make America Great. It's a MAGA coffee shop, and there's a there's a replica of it the is. Oval Office with a statue of Melania and Trump in there, and with uh, the desk and everything. It's fucking great. And uh, I don't really go to coffee shops that much. I, if I want coffee, I get like McDonald's coffee or I make it at home. Right. And uh, I went to a coffee shop today. Like I actually like Googled like what's a good coffee shop around here, and there was a really <clears throat> decent coffee shop with great Google reviews, fucking five stars all the way. Right down the street. And I went, I just like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to go there and see if I can get some, you know, cafe con leche. So I go over there and it's just like complete polar opposite of conservative grounds. Conservative grounds is the last coffee shop I've been oh, yeah. to. And it's just like this girl, she's got like pink hair, bowl cut, total lesbo. And she's just like, hi, how are you today? What can I get you? If you have any questions about the menu, please just don't hesitate to ask. And I'm just like, Wow. Just the fucking crazy radical. I wish they radical, were right next to each other. Radical awesome fucking be? difference in the coffee shops. It's fucking insane. It's just like I didn't even want to be there. Like I would rather be to some. I'd rather be at some fucking gunslinging country coffee shop than have this fucking get served. I believe coffee. that. But the girl. But the coffee was great. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sleep on the coffee. And it who was had just, the better coffee? That's the question. The, the liberal. The the fucking the liberal coffee shop was because they put some love into that coffee. They put some love into it. <laughs> There was definitely some very artistic care. She had loving hands when she made the coffee. And there were some kids in the corners doing, you know, working in Photoshop, you know, doing their Photoshop work and sending some emails in the corner. And it was quiet. And it was very nice ambiance. Yeah. Um, But it was just, I don't know, something about it just made me kind of like sneer at it. You know what I mean? Just because it was so over the top. So just over the top, like artsy fartsy coffee shop, you know? And I haven't been to a coffee shop in so long. The last coffee shop I've been to was Conservative Ground. So I guess that was the reason I was so shocked by it. You don't ever go into Starbucks? Or no, never. I mean, I've driven through Starbucks. drive through I've yeah. been to the drive through yeah. but I never go into Starbucks now. A lot of times I'll go, like if the line's too long, I'll pull in and just walk in. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'll go, I used to go in more, obviously, 
before the pandemic, you know, I would go in and sit down and drink coffee and, and whatever play, you know, answer emails on my mm-hmm. phone or whatever. But it's, isn't it, it's so like, it's, that's the normal thing though for coffee shops to be like that, like that, the coffee shop I went to today. Oh, I, yeah, I think so. It's a place to kind of hang out and yeah. They, but they, why people, aren't, why aren't there more conservative coffee shops? I wonder. I mean, I think that do like do conservatives lip, not like coffee? Te- te- no, I'm sure, I'm sure they're drinking the hell out of coffee. Yeah. Right. He's drinking it at home, and they don't have time to hang they don't out. Like, they don't like to sit. They at have jobs. They're too busy making money. <laughs> they, have they have jobs. They have jobs. That's they're, why. That's what it is. They're too busy making America great again. No, it's that's why it is. The liberal, uh, the conservative people, they have jobs. They're making a living, and the people that are at the liberal coffee shops that I went to today, they're living off welfare, right? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm canceled. I've had too much whiskey. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> oh. wasn't even funny. I was just trying to be funny. But anyways, I thought it was a funny take. But the, the coffee was fucking great. The girl was super nice. She was a very sweet girl. Yeah. She was very, she was very, you know, affectionate and loving when she made my coffee. <clears throat> I'll go back. We'll go back there for sure. And I was wearing a Marilyn Manson t-shirt and she made a very, she did not like that. She made a comment about my Marilyn Manson shirt. She's like, oh, Marilyn Manson shirt, huh? I know, you know, because he's been canceled. You know that. Uh-uh. You didn't know, you know who Marilyn Manson is? He's a singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah. Got, he, got, he got called out. He got called out by one of his ex-girlfriends saying that he was abusive in the relationship. He's been canceled meaning what? Do you know what cancel culture is? Oh, well, so now nobody's going to, nobody, they, basically it's you like. You know what uh, Me Too is? Yeah, but it's it, it's it's um, I was gonna say it's like uh, what do they call it where you you suddenly everybody decides they're not gonna go to Target. What do they call it when you um? Yeah, 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 yeah. When, when you, you try to cancel, when you say that they've done something wrong. Yeah, but there's another name for it that that you would typically use. It's um, it's where you're against that Target and you're not gonna go there anymore. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what do they call that? It's called cancel culture. Well, that's what you're calling it because it's that's the thing they call it now. But it's like you're boycott, boycotting. Thank you. Kind of, yeah, yeah. It's, like it's you're boycotting. Boycott, yeah, so it's like boy, you're boycotted. Okay, right. So Marilyn Manson's being boycotted right now or canceled because one of his ex girlfriends said that he was abusive in their sexual life. I love that any woman that says anything, you have to automatically believe anything she says. Yes, exactly. I was, then, but a or couple, you're, or yeah. you're fucked if you don't. Right. I think a couple other women piled on after her. So, they, they, so was, they always like, pile on, right? Right. Yeah, like Cosby. So you, mm-hmm. you raped, Like Cosby, you raped, exactly. You raped 50 women over the course of 30 years. None of them ever came forward. I thought it was hundreds with Cosby. Yeah, well, I think it's like 50-something, like whatever, but um, it, it could be more. But I'm saying, you know, that you did this for the last 30 years, this is what you've done. And none of them came forward until one woman said something. Then they all rushed in. Right. I was at a party right. with him in 1979. Mm-hmm. He drugged and raped me too. Really? I mean, mm-hmm. that, you know. It, so how long did Cosby, how, how long was Cosby in prison for? He just got out. But how long was he in for? Do you know? I don't know four or five years, right? No, no. Was it? Three, three or four years, about three or yeah, four I think years, it was right? right around three or four. Yeah. So, what, do you know? The, do you know the, the actual <laughs> like, like the story behind his case right now? It's a, civ- I, it was a civil case or a criminal case. It wasn't criminal, right? It was civil. Well, I mean, it's criminal. Well, he it, was it locked in prison. It started civil. It, it started. It, it started civil. civil. Where basically, he, this woman was suing him, and he decided he was going to settle the lawsuit. And they settled because she said, look, you gave me whatever it was, LSD, or you mm-hmm. gave me something, you know, quaaludes. It was quaaludes, yeah. Quaaludes, and, which kills me because when they say it like this, 
We were at a party. He drugged me. He raped me. Yeah. So his version, of course, is we were at a party. I was taking quaaludes. I asked her if she wanted some. She took some. We ended up, you know, 30, 45 minutes later, we ended up having sex. Right. So it's it's no different than we were at a party. I was taking some Xanax. The chick I was with said, hey, you got any for me? And I said, absolutely. Here, have one. 45 minutes, we ended up having sex in my car. You raped or you drugged and raped her. Mm -hmm. Like no different than I was having a couple of drinks. I said, hey, you want a drink? Sure. She had a couple couple drinks. shots at the bar. We ended up having sex in the the parking lot. Guess what? You you, You drugged and raped her. I mean, it's like that progression. So he ends up. So he ends up for the purposes of the of the civil of the civil suit, he says, um, they said, Did you drug and you know, did you drug rape her? He says, Yes, I, I I gave her the quaaludes, we had sex, we this, I didn't rape her, I did this, I did this, I did drug her, I did have sex with her, I did this, I did that. And and I'll say all this, provided you're never gonna be able to use this, it's never, right, 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 of course, of course, of course. Then of course they, she gets the settlement, everything goes through, boom. Let's put it out there. Mm-hmm. Now let's we're going to go ahead and we're, we're going to go ahead and we're going to use that against you to file criminal charges and we're going to charge you and you're going to go to prison. And then all these other women say, you know what? Time I to was, get paid. I was at a party with this guy 20 years ago. He raped me too. He And suddenly everybody jumps on the bandwagon. Next thing you know, this guy's, this guy's apparently been raping people, you know, every few weeks for the last 30 or 40 <laughs> yeah. years. And he's 80 something years old and he ends up going to prison. And then, of course, the judge finally looks at it and says, well, wait a second. You, you can't use, first, you can't use this. But on top of that, he's admitting to something for the purposes of a lawsuit. For a civil lawsuit. Like, for a civil lawsuit. Civil lawsuits are all about money. They're all about getting a settlement. Right, right. right. A criminal lawsuit is actually right, for prison time. Right, because that's, that's, that's the way you make it right. Like that, you and I get into an argument – or something, and you cost me money somehow. You get me fired from my job. You do whatever. You start. You slander me somehow, and I get fired, and I lose my house. And I turn around, and I sue you, and then I prove that that's true. That what you said was a lie, and you got me. You know, you got me fired, and and I ended up losing my house. I had to start over. Well, guess what? Now you owe me money, and that's how you do it. Because I can't right. come over and club you, and mm-hmm. I can't throw you in prison. Right? Because it's civil. It's mm-hmm. not what you did was wrong, but it's not illegal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you handle it civilly, and that's what they handled it civilly. We handled this civilly because I, we have a difference of opinion. You're saying I drugged and raped you. I'm saying we were at a party, and we both got fucked up, and we had sex. Yeah. You know, it's a difference of opinion, but I don't – obviously, I'm Bill Cosby. I don't want this to go any further. I'm an 80-year-old man. You're going to give you a couple million dollars. That's nothing to me. Yeah. But then it suddenly hits the media. Everybody jumps on board. He ends up going to prison. But a judge – so, a reasonable okay. judge looks at it and says, "No, he would have said <clears throat> I was I, I flew in on a on I flew in on, on a, a UFO on a magic carpet, yeah, and, and, yeah exactly, UFO. yeah, I yeah. flew in in a UFO and I beamed you up and had I would have said anything for the purposes of the lawsuit to just to get rid of it. Like right. you can't take that because he's saying that's not what happened. Well, you said it on film. What are you talking about? I said, of course I did. It was civil, and I was never going to use it. It doesn't matter what I say." Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to get this done with. I'm an old man. I'm dying. I'm going to be dead soon, for God's sake. And I'm I'm worth $100 million. Of course I'm going to pay. Civil lawsuits are all about who's got the more money to spend on a lawyer, right? That's at the end of the day. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Who's going to take it the farthest? Who's going to Who's going to fucking... Sometimes it's, it's, it's about... Look, it's... Well, somebody's always trying to get money. You have more leverage if you have more money. 
Whoever has more money has more leverage. They can or, hire more. Like or, if you're just wrong, you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're wrong. It's hard to eat. It's hard to be on an even playing field when one person's broke and the other one has sixty lawyers on their payroll and they're worth a trillion dollars. Right. So it's hard for me to sue Amazon. Right. But if that person who has the sixty lawyers is also a celebrity with a reputation to uphold, then it's even the, worse. The smaller person had, then they have leverage. Then the smaller guy has leverage because right. they mm-hmm. can put their story out there and right. create, well, a, it's, and create it's a media like the fiasco. Guy, it's like the guy with Nike, the guy um, that just is going to go to two and a half years. Got um, the guy that was a Stormy Weathers uh, old attorney, Stormy Daniels, Stormy Stormy Daniels, Stormy Weathers. Did I say uh, said Weathers? Stormy, Stormy Weathers, Weathers, Stormy Daniels, Stormy Daniels old attorney. Um, which is um, Avante, something Avante. What's his name? Aponte. Apon- no, no, <laughs> Aponte. No, Avante. Um, yeah, the, the guy uh, who's he was with. Um, he was Stormy Dan- Daniels. I don't know. Stormy I Daniels, old lawyer. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, he went to Nike, and Michael Avante. Mm-hmm. He went to Ni- He went to Nike. How do I not know this story? I don't know. He went to Nike and said, "Look, I've got clients that are that are sports guys, you know, or sorry, um, that are sport kids that were in sports and that are gonna say that you guys offered to pay him or pay them, and I'm gonna help. Like, I'll, he, he they got him on tape saying he's oh, saying I want twenty five million dollars, or I'm gonna, or your your company's gonna take a ten billion dollar. They were paying kids what." Pay, that they were they were either paying kids or I forget the exact thing, but basically he was going to smear. He was ready paying to do kids a, to do what make make their shoes to wear their shoes to wear their products. A federal judge their, on Thursday sentenced celebrity lawyer turned criminal defendant Michael Avanti to Avanti. thirty months in prison for attempting to extort millions of dollars from Nike. Wow. He rose to fame as Stormy Daniels' lawyer and was convicted in February 2020. That's, that was more than a year ago, bro. Of three counts for threatening to publicly accuse the sportswear company of illicitly paying amateur basketball players, unless Nike paid him. Right. Wow. So he and his whole thing was like, if I do this, it's going to cost you guys. T- you, you, your your company will take a ten billion dollar you know nosedive. Yeah. Like your stock will this, and it's so I want twenty five million dollars. And so so Nike they said, immediately huh? called the FBI. Yeah. And no shit. Recorded him and everything, and then boom, now he's doing two and a half years. Fucking dummy! What a dumbass! Already rich, already got a bunch of money. Trying to extort, just a greedy fucking scumbag, right? Right. So, I'm saying that his leverage over Nike, what? Because typically, I'll bet you'd be shocked how many big corporations actually do pay out just to get rid of like nuisance suits, like little suits. Like we don't want this in in the, we don't want to be associated with this or you know whatever. I mean, how many probably asked for too much. He should have shot the number about half of what he yeah, shot it yeah, at. He might have got or I'm he should have doubled, or he should have made the number way higher. Well, I'm wondering what I'm no, wondering calling the FBI after a certain amount. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm wondering exactly like what the, what how the, much. Well, I'll tell you what that they probably felt like he was pretty over the top, and we can definitely prove this, and yeah. this will send a message to anybody else who that wants tries to this. try this. Yeah, like it's worth going to this and he's probably he was probably being so overt about it like yeah. they're like this this dumbass is bound to say something wrong on yeah. tape like we can easily get this guy he's not doing it like in the guise of the law he's yeah. basically like extorting them right and he, he says on it he's he's like what he says something like 
they said something about, well, what about this? A million dollars? Because a million dollars, that doesn't do anything for me. He said, listen, he said, I'll come out with these. I'll line up 10, 10 guys there, you know, 10 whatever basketball players that'll all say this. He said, 10, he said, and he goes, and you're, he says something like, like your stock will take up $10 million or $10 billion hit. Yeah. He said, okay. He said, so stop fucking around with me. I mean, he's talking. He's cussing. He's Jeez. This is with a bunch of lawyers. You're yeah, cussing. He's probably in his office fucking taking shots of whiskey, doing lines. Right. So what, they're probably sitting there. The lawyers who were wired up are like, that was beautiful. That was perfect. Yeah. You what he did? God Get damn it. What an idiot. Clip it. Like, how yeah. perfect is that? Somebody clip that. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, done. Bill Cosby, going back to Bill Cosby. His lawyer that he used was one of Trump's lawyers. He was uh, one of the lawyers Trump used for his impeachment trial. Right? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, Trump lawyer. Oh, look at how quick that was, Austin. Fuck. Trump lawyer Bruce Castor plays a central role in the Bill Cosby going free. Look at Bill. That's not Bill. Yeah, it is. That's fucking Bill. A fucking white guy. No, that's his lawyer. That's Bill's lawyer, Bruce. That's what I said, Bruce. You said, he look, said at Bill. look at Bill. I said, look at Bruce. Run it you're back. You're all fucked up today, Run it bro. back, you bud. Your words are all jumbled up. Run it man. back, pal. Lawyer Bruce Castor has now gotten two extremely high-profile Americans off this year in a much-watched legal proceeding. First came President Donald Trump. Now comes Bill Cosby. That's crazy. So, um, So what is the reason? So Bill... He, when he went to prison for a few years for this case, basically the the judge who looked at this said, "You can't take this evidence. You can't take the shit that went down in the civil lawsuit. You can't take it to a federal. You can't take it to a criminal. Transfer it into a criminal lawsuit. So it goes against the rules, right? Well, I mean, he was just." He's saying that it's it's different. First of all, well, first we, of all, you're allowed to use it. We don't. We think, all agree this cannot be used. You cannot. You know this. This is for the sole purposes of this trial, blah, blah, blah. And then they end up and give it to the... Uh, so, the, obviously, rape is a very bad thing. You know, it's not good to rape people. Yeah. yeah. Especially when we can you, agree. you got hundreds of people... You got hundreds of women saying that you raped them, right? Like, you should be in fucking prison if you're raping hundreds of people. Right. But the re- what he's saying is... But there's also statute of limitations. You know what I'm saying? So, the statute of limitations on almost all of them was up. Almost, yeah. almost all of them. But I love that it's all up. But they all get to come in when you're sentenced. They all get to line up and talk. Yeah. Okay, well, wait a second. Her statute of limitations. She wasn't. I didn't rape her. She said you did. We're gonna let that stand. Let her what? come up, right? You know. So they get to go in and say, you know, oh, in nineteen. So are they saying they fucked up by like it was fucked up? They should not no, have you locked them up. You, yeah. There's well, no. What they did was they said this evidence could not have been used mm. and as a result of that i'm throwing it out with prejudice mm, so right, you can't right. use it you can't bring it back and i'm dismissing the charges with prejudice you cannot re recharge him so the state can't come in and say oh we're going to charge him again and without the evidence no the judge is saying one you're not using it again two you're not charging him again yeah. right he's go home so, so here, here's the thing what were you going to say so you don't think the whole time he's going through his trial or whatever his him and his lawyers have to know like you can't be using this evidence. Yeah, right? but it's it's always subject. I mean, it's always subjective. Like, and look, there's stuff where it's clearly you cannot use this evidence. Right. And the U.S. attorney will argue it, Your Honor, but this and this. And sometimes the judge will, go, well, I'm going to allow it. And it, what are you talking about? Like the yeah. defense will say, Well, statute such and such says, eh, I disagree. And they'll knowing 
that you understand that this is going to this will be appealed and uh-huh. it'll be thrown out and the whole thing will be thrown out. But the judges know and the U.S. attorneys know. They're like, yeah, I know, but think about it. it it's gonna t- the trial's this long. By the time he gets to prison, by the time he re, uh, appeals it, by the time he does this, it's two years. Then even if he gets a new trial, which is probably pretty good, it's going to be six months before we have to be to trial. We'll delay it as much as we can. We'll get another three years. He'll do three years before he gets back in front of a jury, and he's already lost once. Mm-hmm. So we can probably negotiate with him during that period of time to say, look, immediate release, but you have to plead guilty. Mm-hmm. And most guys, even if they're, they're innocent, they're just going to say, "All right, all right, fine, yeah. just let me out." Like, me like, out. like, I'll be a felon. I don't care. Just right. let me out. Like, they're so now it's three years. You're traumatized, yeah. and you see how the system works, and you realize how stacked against you it is. So you realize right away. Look, I'll do anything just to escape the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got twenty years, and you're going to let me out after three. I- I'll take it, cool, yeah. even though I haven't done anything. Most of the time, when they do stuff like. Like the Innocence Project comes in and stuff, and they'll yeah. say, look, turns out that all of this evidence, all this evidence that you have against this guy, you said this is his blood. You said this is his fingerprints. You said this. You said, guess what? Not his blood, not this, not that. Most of the time, the states will come in and say, we're going to retry him. What are you talking about? Your, your main evidence was the blood, was the semen. It's not his. It's 100%. We, we actually have another person that it may be that died in prison two years ago. What are you talking about? And they're like, no, no, we're going to retry him. We'll try it again. Because they're, they're like, look, first of all, the guy's he's been locked up 10 years. Mm-hmm. He knows how bad it is. He knows the, the chance that he got and this. And he's innocent. Over. Yeah, what? He's innocent. He's in prison. And right. the chance, he knows that this was a fluke. Mm-hmm. So he knows if we retry him, there's a chance he's going back. He might still get found guilty, yeah. and we're going to use that to try and get him to plead guilty, so that he can't sue us for right. what we did to him. Right, right. And most guys will say, "Yeah, okay, I'll take it." Like, yeah. wait, you didn't rape her, you didn't rape and murder that woman, you mm-hmm. didn't do this, you didn't do any of this. It's all 100 percent true. We we can prove it now. You're still ready to sign something and walk away. Why? Because I thought I was going to die in prison, and, and I'm yeah. just desperate to just get out. Right, you just want to get the fuck out. Right, Any, I, you know, for, for all I know, I could be I could be killed in here before I walk out of here. Right. Especially now that people have seen me on the news, and they know I'm getting out. Mm. A lot of jealousy in prison. People will attack you for no reason. A lot of guys, like, won't tell people when they're getting out. Like, a lot of guys will be like, look, don't go around, like, the last month or two saying, yeah, man, I'm out of here in a month, I'm out of here in a month. Because a lot of these guys aren't getting out for 10 years. Some of these guys are going to die in here, mm-hmm. and you're walking around saying that. They'll, there's a lot of people that are bipolar. They'll flip out on you and attack you. So don't say nothing. So you know you don't know what's going to happen. These guys are signing just to walk out the door. Of course, once they're outside, they turn around. And they're like, "I should have sued. I should have this. I shouldn't right. have signed that paper. I shouldn't." Right. But you were under such duress, right? Plus, wasn't wasn't part of the argument that he's fucking eighty years old? Like letting this guy out, even if he's a rapist, like, yeah. he's nothing to worry about. He's a fucking eighty. Yeah, he's year old. not a risk. He's right. not. A he's risk. not a risk. He's not like a fucking thirty year old guy right. who's per- a serial plus, rapist. Plus, these women aren't saying that he beat me. He beat up, beat me, bound me, threw me in the trunk of his right. car, drove me to, drove me out in the woods, raped me, and left me for dead. They're saying, "Hey, slipped me a Mickey," and right. next thing you know, he looked good, and he was a fa- he's famous and rich, so I had sex with him. You know, they're, they're not saying he, he beat on me and held me down and, you know, he, my eyes were black and blue and I broke my nose and, you know. Right. You think he knew he was going to get out on that technicality? No. No? Uh, I mean, I think that, 
look, I think at his level, your lawyers are always kind of telling you, we can do this and we can do yeah, this. We got a good chance. Something. We got like they're trying and they can keep trying. They will keep trying because they're getting paid to try. So th- they're doing that. And in his mind, maybe he never really accepted it. But I've known a lot of rich guys that 100% were positive they were not going to be found guilty. Yeah. And then when they were found guilty, like after a year or two, like they think, oh, well, they're going to get it turned over. They're going to let me back out on bond. Then they find out you're not getting bond. Well, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have to start the prison sentence and we'll do this. We're going to do it as quickly as possible. How, how quickly? Right. Yeah. Like how, how long am I going to be? You tell me I have to turn myself in? Yeah. For a 20-year sentence? Or they take them right then. Yeah. Not guilty or, you know, boom, guilty. And they're like, you know, okay. Next thing you know, they're, they're handcuffing them. They're up. going, well, what's going on? What's going on? They're, because their, their lawyers were telling them the whole time. Right. Oh, it, don't worry. It's not guilty, not guilty. Didn't even tell them that, by the way, if it's guilty, you're going in. Yeah. Like, didn't even work out a deal with the prosecutor. Like, look, if it is guilty, can you please recommend that we let him turn himself in? Like, because <clears throat> normally they'll say no. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they might say yes. But it's like, no. I knew this guy. Um, First name was Bradley. Last name was Bradley. Listen, Bradley, after a few years, he was just devastated. I think he did like 10 years on like a 25-year sentence or something. He just – his it, it, was, it was just a, a brutal, brutal sentence that he got. And he eventually got it overturned. But, I mean, literally it took like 10 or 11 years before he got it overturned. His father served almost his entire sentence. His father got like – 15 years or something literally was getting out by the time they won the appeal i mean th- that's how long they can drag it out to donovan davis mm, he's been he's locked up locked about, up. about, about five about, hold on he's been locked up five almost six years he's at a camp right now i mean this guy's six years for a seven on a 17 year sentence and and he's been fighting the entire time think about it six years completely innocent right and and, and absolutely he he hasn't even moved on. This is his appeals, and, here's and this a, is a guy who has concrete evidence proving his innocence, right? Oh, and, and it's it's getting worse all the time. Yeah, absolutely, it has concrete evidence. It's getting worse all the time. Um, and and um, yeah, I can't. There's other stuff going on. I, I'm not even going to mention on the podcast. I'll tell you later. Like, like new you, stuff. Yeah, like you wouldn't believe the stuff that's happening. Like corrupt, kind of fucking corrupt criminal like, justice. Don't get, don't get a shadow banned. Yeah, like no, 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 man. not like that, not like that. Um, just, just in general, like other things that are sh- people witnesses. Like, there's this one guy. Do you remember the guy I I referred to as um, Evil Grew? His he was he was one of the guys, one of the guys that was saying that Donovan had <clears throat> lied and Donovan had stolen his money and convinced him to give all this money and this and that and this and that. But really, that was one of the guys who had brought in a bunch of investors. So. So let's say I'm, I'm – I forget his name, but basically Evil Gru said – he goes to all of his friends and says, give, give me money, and we need to all invest money in, in Capital Blue. So they all invest money. Well, then, of course, when it all collapses he, and he's put on the stand, he says, Donovan is the one that came to all of us. Well, all these guys are actually like, Donovan didn't come to us. You came to us. Yeah. Well, and a lot of their money – so what ended up happening was this guy actually was running a Ponzi scheme himself. He's been reindicted mm-hmm. for stealing money from people. He actually was raising money to get a kickback from Capital Blue to get these guys to invest his money. Like there's all the – and then when he got on the stand, he blatantly lied about all kinds of stuff. 
So that guy, that that's a whole thing. Um, uh, something Avendetti or Roman Detti. His name's Roman Detti. Chris Roman Detti. He's 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 right now he's indicted. He's waiting to go to trial. So there, there's all these other things that are happening. There's a couple other things I can't even tell you, bro. But it's it's like when I tell you what's happening, you're gonna be like, whoa, good stuff. Anyway, um, but yeah, yeah. Let's let's listen. It's all messed up. It's all, look, look, but six years. You've been fighting for six years. You're not even through the process. Yeah. He hasn't even like lost. He just lost his appeal. Like for his for a new trial, his appeal and his for a new trial, he just lost. Now he's able to fight his what's called your 2255. You're able to say that basically my lawyers were ineffective, and he's got a major great a great case for his lawyers being ineffective. Uh-huh. So, but but that's another three year process. Right. He'll spend ten years before fighting he's it. fighting before he's exhausted his legal remedies. Ten years before. He, and by the way, is he still paying these lawyers with his own money? Yeah, he's still paying. Not these aren't the same lawyers. He fired them right away. I mean, keep in mind one of his. I mean, lawyers, while he's got a wife and kids that are yeah, fucking a wife and living two. in Orlando that are wife fucking and, a- agonizing over this process the whole time. Yeah, is Christy uh, Christy Davis? I talked to her all the time. <clears throat> I texted her a couple days just a couple days ago, just on just new events that are, are that are happening in his case. That's fucked up. Um, look, look at Pete. Pete's been fighting his case for twenty years. 20 years they who's they, pete again uh pete russini russini okay, okay. from yeah. the breaking bad story yeah you can drag they've been dragged like they could so we that's did, we the did whole a whole thing. podcast on pete yeah it's called i believe it's if you search for it on youtube it's called uh matthew cox the breaking bad case or something like or that. It, i thought it was like the real breaking the bad real breaking bad case yeah yeah, that's um, a fucking crazy ass story. Yeah, that that one actually that one's got like with the dirty three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand. Yeah, that user. podcast went crazy. It's got a lot. He um, yeah, yeah, with the dirty FBI agents mm-hmm. and the whole thing. But I mean, look at Pete. Like, literally, think about it. The, the whole thing for the U.S. attorneys, they're like, it doesn't really matter how I get the conviction because once I've got you convicted, and it, I can drag it out ten years while mm-hmm. you're trying to unravel this whole thing. What if your sentence is ten years? Right. Fight it. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Fight it. <laughs> You'll be fighting it when you're in the halfway house and when you're home, starting your life over again. You, you'll still be. I can drag it out that long. You'll serve your whole sentence and you'll still be fighting it. But let's face it. Most people, when they're basically done, they're not fighting anymore. I'm mm-hmm. tired of it. I'm tired of it, the, the legal bills. My, my lawyers all quit. I'm broke. None of my friends or family will let me borrow money from them anymore. I'm basically doing all the legal work myself, and now I'm in the halfway house, and I have to work my job at McDonald's mm-hmm. and try and find an apartment. Do I have? Do I need to keep fighting this? It's over. It's over. I'm going to lose. I'm, I've lost. Even though, even though, even though I'm, I, I feel I'm innocent and I've done nothing wrong. Fuck it. They're like they're done. They got me. They beat you. you can't blame them. Right. I mean, that's it. So they just, they're like, I'm out. I just want to go on with my life, reconnect mm-hmm. with my, you know, three daughters. And hopefully my ex-wife won't, you know, will let me see my 14-year-old. Or, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. ridiculous. Like, I mean, that's it. They're just yeah. devastated. How are you doing with all your stuff, with your probation officer and with your paying off your restitution and dealing with everything after you know, the fact? Paying, now I love the way you're saying paying off. It's $6 million. Yeah, you owe Let's that just $6 say million, dollars, Matt. Paying, Matt, making sh- payments. Matt, you owe that $6 million to the government that you stole from the government. From, I, from I don't owe it to the government, by the way. And to the to the... To the banks, yeah, like, the institutions. Like 85% of those banks have all gone under. So really the money that I'm paying in it is going to the government. Like they'll To keep, the good people. They'll just keep it. 
to the, that you it. stole the six million dollars that you stole from the good people. We, this, we owe that he owes this to AmeriQuest, but they they're insolvent and uh, they went we'll bankrupt. Keep it. <laughs> Should we give it back to Mr. Cox? Hey, Matt Cox paid twenty this month. Uh, yeah, AmeriCorps isn't no, around anymore. Last, you could keep it this week, Don. Last month I paid like four twenty or something like four hundred twenty dollars. Oh, listen, some of my payments are like eight hundred bucks, four hundred bucks, six hundred bucks. Some some are like. Uh, listen, I've had. Here's the thing: <laughs> like when COVID hit, and I'm like dead broke, and I'm I'm on an unemployment, and unemployment, of course, is only paying like six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not making anything. You have to pay your one fifty. What are you talking about? I gotta pay my one fifty. I made six hundred dollars on unemployment. One fifty, Mr. Cox, or you're going back to prison. <laughs> and what do you do? I can't even eat for fucking for what's yeah, left over. Yeah. 150. 150. That or luck, fuck off. Thank God I was living at, at my friend Stacy's house and she was just cooking me meals every day. Like, I mean, listen, she didn't. Well, you shouldn't have ripped off those innocent bank executives. Oh, my God. Oh, did I tell you this? So, the, the, the documentary that, um, the, well, the one in Amsterdam. <laughs> so, the guy sitting here is like, okay, we need to be able to talk to other people. So, can you give us some other names that we, people, you're still in comms? Like, yeah. Hey. This guy, so I'm giving them names of people, right? Like this person, this person. They're like, what about, um, we really would like to talk, be able to talk to some victims. I'm like, well, I'm sure there's someone at Bank of America you could contact. They're still around or um, SunTrust is still around. Well, we were thinking individual vic- victims. I'm like, well, there's four of them. All single mothers. So, I'm like, so you're telling me that out of the 60-some-odd banks and four individuals – you don't want to talk to who lost the bulk of the money. You want to talk to the people that lost the least bit of money that I didn't take money from, but I caused them to actually have to go and hire an attorney for $4,000. You want to talk to that. You don't want to talk to Bank of America who lost $2 million. Yeah. You want to talk to them. Well, you know, it's more of a, I'm, trust, I'm sure there's an executive you can talk to. Yeah. Like, why can't you talk to an executive? Because the executive won't talk to them. Because an executive won't break down and cry and yeah, tell, yeah. tell you something. Sob story. I was so terrified and tormented. I, I lost sleep. Yeah, because he didn't even it. feel it. Right. It's like. He's not, he's not affected. His life is not affected right. by it. That's well, why. But that's the bulk of the money. Like, that's, what, that, that's it. That's what I did. No, like, let's talk the, to them. They They're like, the sob story. Yeah, we're really looking for someone that will cry right. and, yeah. and we want, tell you we you ruined their life. I'm for 4000 <laughs> Yeah. For you, you hired an attorney and paid him $4,000 and I ruined your life? If I ruined your life, if $4,000 ruined your life, you, you were hanging on by a thread, bro. I mean, honestly. <laughs> a hurricane. I did you a, a favor. A bad storm. Something else yeah. was going to knock him. It was only a matter of time. Sorry, That's do I did I does that come off unsympathetic? Not at all. No, I love it. Sorry, bit of it. I feel beautiful. Feel about feel bad about that, Matt. I think we've hit. I think we've hit a wall here. <laughs> How long have we sure? been going, Austin? It's only two hours. Two hours. Two hours. <laughs> That's a good one. That's what what, good what one. are you getting? What are you getting on your 38 percent? Thirty something this long. Thirty two percent. What people do you mean? Wa- we're talking about people. You know, the watch, like the watch that make they it watch all the way through. Oh, about thirty-two percent. I have no idea. I don't pay attention to that. Oh, shit. we need to check. Yeah, we'll check it. We we'll check. check it after we turn off. Turn yeah, it off. I never look know, at that shit. Yeah, because you know, like the shorter ones, you'll some get people like are very forty-two. Some people are very analytical and very into the numbers of their podcasts and stuff, and which is good. I'm sure it helps. You know, like people like you or people like Graham Stefan, they they're very. Well, into if you them. have ten years of videos cranked out and you're you're constantly having people watch them, yeah, yeah the numbers. Good to look, I'm sure it's good to look. At. I'm just not. I just don't. I never look at it. 
You don't read the comments either. I almost I respond to almost all my comments unless somebody says I something start. really. I was thinking up. about it last night. I want to start responding to all my comments and just fucking responding to the trolls and just talking shit. I think it'd be fun to do. I don't it. do that. I'm not doing that. Like honestly, like I want to go start fights and light fires in the comment section. Listen, you know what's funny is um, in the comment section, like some of these people will. Well, first of all, they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them are hilarious. Yeah, they are. Well, that's what's great about. That's what I. That's what I do love. I love the comments. First of all, I'm not. Super I'm not creative. knocking the comments. I don't read them a lot because they're fucking. They're really bad for my fucking my brain. God, it makes me not feel good about myself. But they are great because it's like a. Uh, it's like a uh, a creative writing contest. Whoever can come up with like the most fucking the comment, articulate. Yeah. Uh, fu- hilarious comment sentence or whatever it gets upvotes so the, the best one go, rises to the top so yeah. it's, like, it's like a contest for yeah. whoever can fucking it is nail good. it the best you know what i mean it's fucking it's amazing you, you know what well, i was gonna say one of the things that happens is this is weird so i always click um like post all comments you know you can put so like hold the ones that are negative or oh, hold yeah. the ones that are derogatory like it actually gives you an option like if somebody cusses or something they'll mm-hmm. like hold it i always say um, post them all. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care if the algorithm. I don't care if it's w- what they say. It, it doesn't matter. Post them. So I get a lot of times where I can on the on the actual um, studio where when you look at it on your phone, it'll show you the first few lines, and then when I click on it to watch the whole thing, it says comment not found. Right. That's so, weird. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, it, that doesn't make sense. Like I'll click it and. Mm-hmm. So it, a lot of times it actually still doesn't post it for some reason, even though I said like and some of the comments like I'm sure that they're OK, like that. Like if the guy said something minor, right. I can't imagine what well, he said. It's that, just AI. You know what I mean? They're just like flagging shit. If they say certain things or certain trigger words, they'll block it for. You know what I mean? Weird. There's no way it's, you know, anybody can monitor all those comments. They just, there's flaws. in the Well, AI. I mean, I, I know it. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be a flaw because some of them are just not. Yeah. And some of them, of course, some of them are some, fucking awful. Yeah. Some of them are, are really like they're yeah. they're pretty they're pretty vicious. Like I very quickly became hardened to it. Yeah. But yeah. like the first first week or two after that first podcast. Yeah, I remember. Ready to argue. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> ready to have a conversation. Yeah. Listen, I badgered some of those guys so bad they took their comments down. <laughs> they were like literally apologize. Bro, I'm sorry. After thinking about it and what you said i didn't think about it from that point of view i, f- I have a different perspective now i'm actually going to remove i'm actually going to edit my comment now and take it down it's like nice i didn't even know that was possible nice. mission accomplished only matt cock could do some shit like that I'll tell you that all right plug your shit matt tell us about your books tell us about your paintings where can we buy shit They've, nobody's watched this long um yeah Somebody's here. yeah books i got books There's a couple people here i got books i've got buy shark in the housing paintings. pool paintings you can contact me danny's gonna put my email in the description go or just <laughs> he looked at he was like i am or go to my channel at uh inside true or matt cox inside true crime watch my videos like subscribe you don't do any of that buy some shit yeah title lock share newt, newt gingrich title lock awesome. subscribe title buy lock. subscribe <laughs> subscribe that's so awesome go to my channel subscribe i need bro i got thirty thousand. Almost 31,000 subscribers. That's fucking yeah. awesome, so man. Start, you're killing it on going. YouTube, bro. You're it's killing so it. That's so awesome. You're, you're I titles. remember when you were like, oh, I got 1,000. Yeah, I got 1,000. I, I was thrilled. I, I, I didn't know. even know. I, I had 1,000 before I even knew. He had to tell me what it was. I'm like, what are these little things yeah. showing up? He's like, let me see. Give me this. You got like 900 subscribers. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't even have a channel. Yes, you do. Yeah, that's I awesome, no man. Idea. Matt Cox, biggest true crime podcast on YouTube. Go subscribe to him. Go buy his books. And then buy Lifelock, Title Lock, Insurance. <laughs> 
Goodbye, world. Adios. See ya.